You're listening to the Bear Sports Network. 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 Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Bear Sports Network, it's Boyertown Bears football. Sponsored by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. And in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. Tonight, your Boyertown Bears travel to Norristown to take on the Eagles. Out to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Rick Hunter and Eric Butcher. Good evening and welcome to the Bears Sports Network pregame show. We'll have all the action. First Town Eagles at the turn of the hour. Tonight's pregame show is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen and Medical Equipment. 103 Lancaster Ave in Reading. In-Home Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, In-Home Oxygen offers low- and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Tonight we're coming to you live from Norristown High School in Norristown, Pennsylvania. I'm Rick Hunter, and back with me this week is Eric Butcher. Welcome back, Eric. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. What a great October, great weather for football tonight. (laughs) It absolutely is. Eric, last year these two teams did not face each other due to a shortened COVID schedule, but two years ago... They did, and Norristown came out on top, 32-27, to a season where the Bears struggled and ultimately ended up 3-7 and on the year. This year, each team has painted a different picture. The Bears currently with a hard-fought 3-4 and record, and Norristown going winless thus far. Boyertown has relied mostly on their running offense attack, racking up 1,087 yards on the ground, but only 448 yards through the air. Their success has been led by their explosive multitude of talent, led by running back Leo Egby and Swiss Army Knife Roman Marinello. With Anthony Panarello under center using his legs and his arm, the Bears have been able to spread the ball quite a bit. Going to senior Luke Ordway and sophomore Jason Oaks on occasion. And stepping in from time to time at uh, sophomore Cole Savage, known to us as the Cole Train. Panarello so far has passed for 300 yards on 24 completions, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. Leo Egby has racked up 687 yards on the ground on only 116 carries, averaging 5.9 yards per carry. Last week, the Bears fell to a very tough pack and pack front runner, Perkiomen Valley, 38 to nothing, a game that pretty much got away from them pretty quickly. Egby was held to only 47 yards and 13 carries, while Panarello was 9 for 13 for 71 yards and an interception. The Bears were unable to put any any real pressure on senior quarterback Ethan Kohler as he was able to pass for 187 yards against the Bears last week. Let's hope to see a different team here tonight, Eric. Yeah, hopefully they can bounce back. I mean, having two big losses or actually three, three, four losses in a row 
Oh, that's Norristown. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. I got to get back in the groove. But having it coming off a big loss against Perk Valley, I mean, we've seen it all season. They pretty much came back and have been able to bounce back from you know tough losses. Um, with the character of this team, they've been doing fantastic all year, and I think the last two games of the season is going to be where they shine. So Perk Valley, a tough pack team. I mean, really leading the pack and, and far out and ahead as they've take care of Springford really easily and taking care of Boyertown real easily as well. And just, you know, the, the talent that they have over there is just incredible and obviously a front runner this year for the pack title as they advance this week. Um, so Norristown, last week they lose 35-14 to Owen J. Roberts. Now able to put points up on the board, no and eight record right now, uh, but ultimately not able to complete uh, a full game to actually uh, put a win on the board. Norristown is led by junior quarterback Robert Miller and senior quarterback Daryl Smith Jr. The bulk of the backfield duties being carried out by sophomore Mayon Farrell with 370 yards on 50 carries. The Eagles will go to the air primarily to junior Julian Arthur who has 198 yards receiving and junior Nate Robinson hauling in for 141 yards. This should be a good test of a very young secondary for Boyertown which I'm told we'll have a little bit of a rotating personnel tonight. Uh, so a couple injuries out there right now, Eric. Led primarily, the secondary led primarily by Jason Oaks and Cade Sennon at the corners. Ryder Garris gets the nod again this week at free safety. And Roman, Roman Marinello will add his senior experience to the secondary at strong safety. Roman Marinello and Gavin Chamberlain lead the team with tackles this year while Luke Ordway, a stout defensive end, and a wide receiver, must say, leads the team with sacks. While Norristown is 0-8, Coach Miller was quoted this week as just basically saying that they have explosive play capabilities here, and this isn't going to be a game where they can just come in here and roll over this team. The record's not really indicative of what they're capable of. No, I, I watched some videos online of Norristown. You know, with technology these days, you can see some videos of people posting some stuff. I didn't really see a real dink and dunk offense from them. It's a lot of big plays, you know, big chunks of plays. You know, that when they do score, it might be three or four plays of offense rather than Boyertown where we kind of needle down the field and score. So the lineup this week has a few new faces in it, uh, Eric. And at quarterback, we're going to stay with Anthony Panarello at running back. We're going to stay with Roman Marinello, tight end Gavin Chamberlain, who defensively has been tearing it up out yeah. there. We talk about him every week. Wide receiver Luke Ordway, as usual. And at wide receiver tonight starting is Gio D'Addario. And at center, as usual, Cole Marinello. Mike, Michael Ricci will get the nod at guard. Jake Carney at tackle and Ben Gonware at tackle. Kyle Pry at guard. And following up, none other than number two, Leo Egby on the defensive side. So some changes a little bit on defense, and we'll talk about that as the game progresses here. As Roman Marinello on special teams will be back catching the deep balls, where in the beginning of the season we were seeing primarily Jason Oaks and Cade yeah. Senna getting the returns. Now we see Marinello back there. Again, like I say, he's a Swiss Army knife yeah. out there. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, too, is we talk, we've been talking about it every week. Every game it seems like a new name pops up. I mean, the depth and the youth of this team is going to be very, very good for a long term. And I, I, I talk to people during the week, and they say, you know, how's Boyertown looking? You know, their schedule really isn't indicative of how they are as a team and a whole group. Our team, you know, looking at the junior highs, I mean, the junior highs have really good teams. I mean, our youth coming up is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, junior high west right now, middle school west is undefeated. My son is on that team. 
They're in undefeated right now. They're going to face a tough Quakertown team next week. And you can just see basically the class that's coming up and building and building and building, whereas this, the, the, you know, the win-loss columns have changed this year as, you know, when you look at it and say it's three and four, but you got to look at the teams they played. I mean, they're playing an Exeter team that's ranked in the state right now. They're playing uh, Wyomissing, who is undefeated right now and ready to go back to another District 3 championship as they already had two back-to-back and heading for a third. And you look at it, and we talked about this earlier, Eric, where, you know, you look at Pottsgrove, they're 6-1 right now. You know, they're heading into a game against Pope John Paul tomorrow afternoon. They're 6-1, Bordertown gives them their only loss in four overtimes. But if, if you look at their schedule, and not to put them down, they got a great program over there. Coach Hawthorne does a wonderful job. But ultimately, they're not playing PV. They're not playing Spring Ford. They're not playing Wyatt Missing. They're not playing Exeter. And, and Coach Miller has said in the beginning of the season that he wanted to face those tough teams to see what he had. You get them out of the way, non-conference games, then we get back into the conference games and we start playing in the pack, trying to shoot for that championship. And, and being a 6A school creates a little bit of a challenge too. Absolutely. Again, because you're in the same conference in your same district as yeah. Spring Ford, Perk I mean, Valley. You you, you want to play the hard teams. I mean, you never want an easy ride. You know, yeah, I mean, every team could make a schedule and go undefeated, but what fun would that be? Right. You know? I mean, yeah, wins are great, but knowing that you played a strong team, rough, you know, or tough, it, it, to me was always better. Yeah, and, and you see that, that never-give-up attitude. We saw that again spring forward as, as uh, Norristown's taking the field right now. You hear the crowd get fired up. Town is already on the sidelines. So, yeah, you see those teams, like, playing against Springford where the boys don't give up the whole time and we don't, you know, end up losing that uh, losing that with a goose egg on the board. So about four and a half minutes left here until kickoff. We're going to get ready for the national anthem. We're going to take a quick break, get ready to kick this one off. Stay tuned. we got a killer for you tonight. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Back here at Norristown High School in Norristown, Pennsylvania. The captains are on the field right now, getting ready for the coin toss. And Roman Marinello, Luke Ordway, Leo Egby, Brandon Shane, who is not dressed tonight, still suffering from an injury. I don't know if we're – hopefully we see him back at the city. Yeah, it looks like he has a boot on. I think he – what did they say? He did something to his I, ankle? I haven't gotten an official word. I'm thinking some – I heard something around the bouts of a stress fracture of some sort in his leg, so I'm not really sure. And, and, and then they'll let us know. But um, Brandon Shane, I mean, a key piece to that yes. big game in Pottsgrove where, you know, he really came up big when he needed to there. So he out did. there is Kyle Pry. With, this, with the uh, captains tonight. 
Yeah, with, about, his, with his height, I mean, losing him at receiver and cornerback is, is going to be rough, but I think we got enough youth in his, you know, that'll be able to handle that. Well, Brandon Shane back there, he was able to play a nice job at safety, and, uh, you know, ultimately we got Ryder Garris coming back off an injury his last week, stepping into that spot, and That's good. it's a good spot to have there. So. Absolutely. So the color guard is walking on the field right now. We're going to get ready for the national anthem here with just a few minutes left. Boyertown wins the toss. They'll defer. Norristown will receive the first half kickoff. So we'll pause here for the national anthem. Stay with us as we get ready to kick this one off tonight here in Norristown. Fashion that reflects the principles of the Pioneer Athletic Conference. Thank you for your cooperation and enjoy the game. We ask that you remain standing as Esmeralda Martinez, Brenda Carrillo, and Katie Griffin, members of the Northtown Area High School Select Choir, sing our national anthem. kick this one off here in Norristown. A little low on the uh, national anthem there, Eric. I yeah, was trying a little to... technical difficulties. They don't have Kieran working for them. Yes, yeah, so we have our producer Kieran nicely here with us tonight as we're getting ready to kick away this one here. Luke, uh, Zach Foskey is your kicker tonight. He'll kick this one away to get it started. Nice stadium here, Eric. I've never it been is. to Norristown. No, I mean, Boyertown's, I think we've only, this is our fifth meeting of all time. So we've only played them uh, four other times by then, and we never played them when I was in school. Boyertown will take the field in there, all white, white helmets, white uniforms tonight. Norristown, would you call that gray, Eric? Yeah, that's gray. gray yeah. Color, I'm colorblind, so gray uniforms, blue numbers, white helmets with their Eagles, Norristown Eagles. Hopefully we do better with these Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, the last time we played the Eagles in Exeter with Exeter, that was a little tough. So, uh, Eagles, a tough, tough Exeter team. So, Foskey you puts the ball on the tee. We're ready to kick this one into the nighttime sky here in October. Getting this one underway tonight. Foskey waits for the signal. Exeter, or not Exeter, you said Exeter, now you got to be thinking Exeter. <laughs> yep. Norristown has no one 
super deep, and I guess you're going to regret that as Foskey will kick it high Ooh. to the right side. He'll kick it short down Ooh. to about the 30-yard line. Bobble. Ball is fumbled around, immediately brought down on the stop at about the 23-yard line. Quick stop there for the Bears. Number 19 for Boyd So Town. Nick Panarello on the stop there for the Bears as he hustled down to get going there. So Ryder Garris will be in, as we said earlier. He will be in tonight at free safety. Very thankful to see him back on the field, Eric. So Johnny Dinify on the carry there, number seven for Norristown. A couple names we have to Yeah, we're going to have to get hang over there. We need like a translator sometimes. To Denolfi in the gun. Trips right. Back to pass. Looking down the field. Nope, he's going to keep it and run up the middle. Brought down maybe about a three-yard gain on the play. Sorry about that, Rick. Actually, Chris Carter was the Chris Carter. The other number seven was lined out of a receiver. So if you remember uh, Owen J. Roberts, their numbers kind of blended in with yeah. the uniform. So. And the other thing with Owen uh, with uh, Norristown, they have like four or five different they players do. that have had quarterback time. And they will switch that up from time to time as we've seen plenty of film on them doing that. So Chris Carter ain't a quarterback for Norristown. They'll huddle this one back up, try to get ready. And You'd think he'd want to be number 80. You'd think. Chris <laughs> Carter, we can't forget that name. So Norristown comes up to the line. Carter under center. Single setback, two wings. Far right split, motion left. Handoff, off tackle. He'll be brought down for about another two-yard gain on the that play. A, so. That was a nice trap play. Kind of reverse motion and then cut it back to a pulling tackle. Almost a draw. Yeah. Almost a draw there. So looking at it, Boyertown's front four able to get penetration on Norristown tonight, something that they really struggled with yeah. last week against Perk Valley. And Norristown's line just kind of breaking down, giving them an opening to get in there and, and make those plays. So you got Luke Ordway on the left side defensive end. And Cole Marinello on the right side, defensive end, able to contain those edges. They're making them go everything on the inside. And the secondary doing a nice job thus far in coverage as well. So Carter in the gun, trips right. Nobody home on the left. Calls for the ball. Another quick handoff up off tackle left side, but he is going nowhere. Looks like there's a scrum. Is the ball loose? Yeah, it kind of looks like it, Rick. So, Northtown cap it. I'll say, I mean, it's nice to see, like we talk about every week, this team getting better and better. I really like the, the, the penetration of the uh, defensive line. They were doing a really good job. I mean, it's only three plays in, but I see a big improvement from the, you know, the last game I was at. So, Northtown was able to gain a first down. And they will have a second and seven on this play. Motion from left to right. Quick pitch to the outside. Let's see if we can contain here. Cuts him inside. Good containment. He'll gain about four on the play, but able to contain that one. Ryder took him down. Ryder Garris out there containing that, doing a really nice job out there on the outside left's edge. Yeah, he, uh, he came up really great, and uh, he actually shedded a block very nice on that one to make that tackle. So bring up a third and two for Norristown here with 9.30 left in the first quarter. They're moving the ball here on the short side of the field toward us, moving left to right on the field. Tight package here, one receiver yeah. far left, one to the right, Carter under center. I'm worried about a big play here, Rick. Handoff, right side off tackle. He's stuffed, Gavin Chamberlain's there. And Nick Anthony Panarello for the stop. 
Looks like they may have given it to him. Yep, they did. I. Well, it's not start already. I mean, yeah, that was a. I, I'm I'm holding myself with. I'm gonna wait until at least end of second quarter before halftime. <laughs> it was a fair spot, so yes. it's right in front of us here. So Narstown will move up to about the 46-yard line with 8:55 to play in the first first some and the, ten for the Eagles. Some of the films I watched, this is this this isn't an offense like the the small little plays isn't what I've seen from Narstown. So this must be something that they've they've worked on this this week. Trips again. Trips left here as Carter's out of the gun. And he'll be he'll go nowhere. Absolutely no, nowhere. No. Probably a two yard loss. So eight twenty seven left to play in the first here. Watertown uh, defensively showing doing a nice job. Alex Eulis on the stop there and, and Boretown doing a nice job here defensively, just giving yeah. Norristown's able to get a little bit of yardage here and just keep the ball moving, try to eat up some of the clock and you know, like I said earlier in pregame, we talked to Coach Miller, and he's saying, you know, they have explosive play capability, and they will go to the air. They like going to the air, so yeah. you know, want to watch out for that too, with these young, with this young secondary. Carter fumbles a snap. He'll take it up the middle as he picks it up. He'll gain about five on the play, so a miscue, but able to make something out of it here for the Eagles. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, the defense is playing very well. I mean, there's guys around the ball. That's one thing I can say about Boyertown this season. They've really pursued the ball very well. Well, you know, I don't want to see too much of this where you're grinding the clock, your defense gets exactly. really tired, and then you have a lot of guys that are actually playing both sides of the ball, like Anthony Panarello at yep. quarterback. So Carter in the gun, sidecar left, trips left. He's back to pass. And it is knocked down at the line of scrimmage by Cole Marinello. The, the other thing, too, I mean, taking time off the clock, you know, it tires your defense out. Not only that, it doesn't give you a lot of time to do anything. Yeah, I mean, again, we have the multitude of talent in the backfield where you can kind of, you know, use your different talent in different ways, quick pitches, quick passes. So Carter back to pass on that one. I didn't have the intended receiver. It was a quick out uh, for Norristown. Look, it was uh, – they're going to go for it here, Rick. So they're going to go for it on a fourth and four here with 7-11 to play in the first. And they've been able to make that penetration on these short yardage plays, so you yep. got to watch out. So you got twins left, twins oh. right. Oh, we're going to have a timeout call for Norristown here. They're going to take time to think about this. I mean, you're only just over midfield in the Boyertown territory on the 48-yard line. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't. So Norristown will take a timeout. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. In-home oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Back here at Norristown High School, 7 10 to play in the first quarter. 
Boyertown putting up a good front here defensively. Norristown's thinking about this one. They they've essentially came out with their offense on the field. They're talking about it. Looks like they're going to keep that offense on the field and yeah. try to go for this one. This, this play right here is, I think, going to set the tone for tone, you know, kind of like the tone for the game. Fourth and four, first quarter, first quarter. Very well could be, and that defensive front for Boyertown really, you know, pushing back Cole Marinello and and uh, Nick Panarello. Gavin Chamberlain filling the void there. Ryder Garris moves up at safety spot. Looks like a little bit of press coverage here. Carter in the gun. Trying to draw him off sides. Not going to work. Quick run to the outside. Luke Ordway in there. And that'll be a stop for Boyertown and a turnover of downs. Try to sneak. Carter tries to sneak to the outside. Luke Ordway pulls him down and then the rest of the line, the cavalry comes and helps him out a little bit. Yeah, that was a great, that was uh, great, great defense on that play. So, Boyertown will come out and get this one started offensively. First and 10 for the Bears with 7.07 left to play in the first quarter. Again, a lot of two-way players here. And it looks like Ryder Garris is going to be at split end here, Eric, and that was not part of the original lineup that I got from Coach Miller. So he's in the slot. Eggby in the backfield. Paranarello, quick pitch to the outside. Roman Marinello, he'll break free. He'll get loose to the sideline. Heading up, and that will be close to a first down as he'll head up heading into Eagles territory. Ryder Garris can block. Hey, Ryder Garris can play. <laughs> and and, and you can, <laughs> thank Thankfully, thank God that you know his yeah, injury that, ended yeah, up that, yeah. not being something serious. He's able to come back here and play. But not only that, Eric, we have him for two more seasons. Yeah, I know. It's, He's a it's, sophomore. It, seeing this roster and seeing the youth in this roster, it still amazes me every week. So Cole Marinello will bring him up to the line, short side left off the left hash. Panarello under center, Egby in the backfield. Quick pitch to Ryder Garris. Here He's going to throw down the sideline. And I got Man. a big pass interference. Yeah, he was absolutely. in his face the whole way. Intended receiver was Roman Marinello. Pass all the way down. That's a 30-yard bomb. That's the play we haven't seen Boyertown run this season. Well, you have Ryder Garris back in oh, the lineup. Yeah. And yeah, why not? Last week we don't see him on offense except for one series where Panarello takes a little break, gets a little banged up. And now you're going to quick pitch it to the outside to Ryder Garris and throw the bomb down the field. But an easy, easy pass interference call for the, the refs here tonight. So that'll be spot of the foul and first and ten for Boyertown. Or will it? It is. Okay. I, they brought them all back to the original line of scrimmage, Eric. I wasn't really sure what the plan was here. It's it pretty obvious on a pass interference call. So that first down is brought to you by Penn State Health, St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. So 6.54 left to play here in I thought this first quarter. I thought they were the field, weren't they? Weren't they at like the I no. thought they were too. So Boretown is knocking on the door. Quick handoff to Roman Marinello down the left side. He'll take the sideline be brought out of bounds at about the 19-yard line. I'll tell you what, there's some big boys from the offensive line on a pull there. He had a lot of good blockers on this. This is a little bit different of an offense that I've seen from uh, Coach Miller. You know, again, personnel changes, and we've talked about it all season. He's had to adjust to some injuries. He's had to adjust to, you know, uh, just moving guys around and seeing what's working, you know, scheme-wise and what's not. So 
Ryder Garris will split far to the right. Gio Dario in the slot. Panarello will come on to center. Luke Ordway far left. Oh, wait. Did they have too yeah, I think they had too many players in the huddle. So Coach Miller will burn a timeout to avoid a penalty there. You know, you're driving down the field. You don't really want to take a five-yard yeah, penalty. And Boyertown has struggled with penalties all season. Yeah. So you don't want that to, you know, be a hang-up of trying to get, you know, the ball. And Roman Marinello running really hard tonight. Boyertown down at about the 19-yard line. Give Norristown time to think about this one and then basically just try to get a scheme going, but how do you when Boyertown's able? This is, a, you know, opposite of last week. We were struggled against the defense to try to get something going. Now we're going both sides of the field, staying away from the far side. Having Ryder Garrison there helps out a lot. So Boyertown will reset after a quick 30-second timeout. Panarello will be under center, Egby in the eye. Roman Marinello at tailback. Ryder Garris now split far left. A different set than we previously saw. Handoff. Roman Marinello up the right side. He's taking it down the sideline and almost down to the goal line. So Marinello getting loose there on the right side. And that'll bring the Bears down for a first and goal at the three-yard line. He's running good tonight, Rick. Well, you know. It's, it's it's hit or miss, you know, so spring forward, he doesn't play much in the second half. Then a little banged up. That game got away from him. Saw him a lot with Mithacton as he had three touchdowns in that game, and now you're seeing him again here tonight. So the Bears from a first and goal in the three-yard line, Panarello under center. I think you're going to Leo on this one. I would hope you pound it to him. He hasn't touched the ball yet. Hand off to Leo Egby up the left side, off tackle, and enough for a touchdown. Touchdown number two, Leo Egby, and the Bears will strike first here in Norristown. So his first carry of the night, you go to Marinello, and now we finally, you got, you know, you use your man for the power that he is. Yeah. You know, I'm looking for Leo Egby in there, or I'm looking for Coley Savage to pound yeah. that in there. And what a great call by Coach Miller tonight with 6-12 left to play. Zach Foskey will get ready to kick the PAT here as Marinello will hold. Norristown stacking the line, looking for a block. They have the speed, and it kick is up, and it is through. He is perfect on the season, Zach Bosky. So with 6-12 left to play here in Norristown, the Bears strike first, 7-0. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. 6-12 left to play here in the first quarter. The Bears strike first, up 7-0. And explosive offense, they didn't take too much time off the clock. Now I guess the key, if in my opinion, Eric, would be you got to stop this Norristown, from, Norristown Eagles team from taking those little chunk plays and eating yeah. the clock up. Absolutely. I mean, you have, you, have both, you have both teams. You know, Norristown took a lot of time off the clock, but ooh, onside kick, Rick. Onside kick. So an onside kick. Gavin recovers it. Gavin Chamberlain on the recovery. 
Wow, wow. we're getting put on the gas yeah. tonight. I think we're nonstop tonight. They want to put a statement Woo. in for these. So I'm looking downfield, trying to see who the deep <laughs> man is. I'm not even looking at the kick for a second, and look at this. Are you kidding me tonight, Eric? Oh, my God. And, you know, Foskey has a leg on him that nobody thinks, oh, he's just kicking deep. And that was a great lineup. There was no way of knowing. Like, they lined up like a normal kickoff. That was fantastic. So the ball makes it the 10 yards it needs to. It takes a bounce, and Jack Gavin Chamberlain in there on the recovery. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. He's all over. He, yeah. uh, he was our Bear Sports Network, Gridiron Services Player of the Game player just a few weeks ago. Yeah. So we're back on offense here yeah. in Norristown as Panarello looks like he's going to set up in the gun. Marinello so to we the got right. Off the, we got their offense off the field really quick. We did indeed. <laughs> they're, they're showing blitz. Panarello, quick pitch Ooh. out to Egby to the right side. He'll take the sideline. He'll gain about eight before he's taken out of bounds. So I, this the firing on all cylinders here tonight, Eric. Yeah, I mean, in, in other games, and I hate to be negative so early, but in other games, you know, offense, it was always like, oh, run and play, get three-yard loss. Then we gain five, then two-yard loss. I mean, this, I don't think we're negative right now going. I haven't seen a play, a negative play yet. You're, you're correct. So... Boyertown obviously wanting to get two scores on the board to get a little more distance to feel a little more comfortable here, but we know how aggressive Coach Miller can be. Yeah, I think he said, you know what, last two games of the season, let's just fire it up. Panarello, quick handoff to Egby, up the right side off tackle. He'll get the first down and more. Egby with a spin move before he's finally brought down at about the 29-yard line of Exeter, I'm saying Exeter again, of Norristown, the Eagles. Norristown Eagles here, Eric. So 5.52 left to play. And Boyertown's moving down the field again after a quick onside kick recovery. I, they, they won't, it, it, you know, Norristown's not going to fall for that one again. So that well, might be a single. They deep and they won't have anybody deep. But, and, you know, we had, and that's what I was getting ready to comment on right before that happened. So quick pitch throw, Marinello out the left side. He's got the sideline, a good block by Ryder Garris. Marinello is pushed out of bounds hard at about the six-yard line. Ryder Garris blocking, throwing, running, tackling, tearing it up here tonight. And we got flags everywhere, so I'm guessing it's going to be a taunting, unnecessary roughness. Yeah, it's going to be foul. hard because I saw our center over there kind of protecting his receiver. Looks like they're going to call a personal foul on Boyertown, though. I'm sure Roman Marinello had a few words for him as he pushed him out of bounds. Yeah, but I see Norristown clapping over there on the sideline, so I'm thinking this one's going to go against Boyertown. His brother was over there, too. <laughs> so Cole Marinello over there leading the way, and he's a center, and you got to think, how far downfield was he, you know, yeah, hey, on a run? Brother, you know, as a lineman, you're going to protect your receivers and your quarterbacks and your running backs. But, I mean, when you have a play like that and you see you're going to be over there helping your guy out. So the referee's having a conference on this one. We'll get a call here in just a second. Looks like they're still going to talk about it. I'm not sure they're really convinced on what their call should be. Still thinking about it. Yeah, I think they... I so, unsportsmanlike... On both teams, penalties. offsetting penalties, first down, Boyertown. We talked about this earlier, Rick, about how um, being so young, they can get a little chipper, and you know, a lot of these little mistakes like this, like penalties, that could have been a big penalty for them right now that could have caused a lot of damage later on. 
Uh, Panarello is going to go under center. Cole Savage in on the eye. Agby will take a break. Hand off to Savage up the middle. And he will power his way down to about the goal line. I can't wait to watch that kid these coming next couple years. So Savage down to the two is where they'll spot this one with 5-10 to play in the first. So Savage powers it. He'll head back off, give Leo Egby a break. Egby comes back in. Yeah, I'd like to see a play where you have Savage and Egby lead block for Melarnello. Uh, what a <laughs> and that would be a train. Yeah. That's the cold train. Yeah. So Panarello under center. He'll have a quick conversation with Egby in the backfield. Egby in the eye. You got a thick dive here. Nope. Hand off to Marinella around the outside, but he'll be, nope, spins loose. Back to about the line of scrimmage, not able to get much going there. Eric, I'm having trouble with the, the jerseys on the far side with Norristown trying to figure yeah, out what jerseys, bringing down the they, stops. They're not very helpful. So third and goal for Boyertown here with 4.26 left to play in the first. I got a quick scoring update here. From Jerry Geloff and Exeter is up 21 nothing right now, up in Exeter. Who are they playing? I have it here. Just a second. All right, Panarello, quick hand off to Eggby up the right side. Mm, is he in? I don't see a signal just yet, and it looks like he'll be no, brought down at about the one-inch line there. By number 54 of uh, Norristown. By Williams, Martise Williams. Martise Williams on the stop there. So Exeter's playing at Reading tonight, or at home against Reading tonight. This will be their last home game, regular season game. Reading is 1-5, so Exeter taking it to Reading tonight. 21-0 with still in the first quarter. Panarello under center, Egby in the eye. Ryder Garrett split left, and that play will be called dead before it even gets off, and I got to think that's an offsides call. Eggby made it in. <laughs> so we'll see what the call is here, if this backs Boyertown up or moves half the distance yeah. to the goal. Oh, Norristown lined up neutral zone infraction. So the Bears will get one step closer, and I got to think it's going to be old number nine with Anthony Panarello up, the quarterback sneak, or maybe Leo Eggby. Diving in on the right side. Who knows? Who? I mean, I, I, at this point, Rick, with having the onside kick at this point in the game, I can't even say that they might not even try to pass it. I mean, it is fourth down. You're going to probably try. It's to fourth and goal. It. Three minutes left in the first. 3:24 left in the first quarter. Boyertown up seven nothing. Panarello under center. Fourth and goal from the one. Handoff to Egby up the He's right in. side, He's and in. he is in for the touchdown. Leo Egby on his second touchdown tonight. Whoa, whoa, there's a fight. So it seems to be some animosity here between these two yeah, teams. It looked like Nar the one Norristown gra guy was grabbing uh, Egby's face mask after the uh, after the play, and his offensive lineman jumped in and said, you're not touching my running back. But it got broken up, no flags. It's a family here. Boyertown is a family. So 321 left to play in the first quarter. Boyertown getting ready to kick the PAT. Fake oh. field goal, Rick? <laughs> I, you never know. I, you never know. So Foskey ready to kick this one away. Marinello to hold. It's up. 
And it is good. Again, Foskey perfect with 321 left to play in the first. The Bears will take the lead. 14-0 here in Narstown. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. The U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym stands for Greatest of All Time As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council Back here in Narstown, 321 left to play in the first. Borertown is up 14 to nothing. Foskey will kick this one away, and we don't know what we're looking yeah, for I mean, here. We're a having a hole. There, there's a lot of holes in this receiving, the way that they're lining up. I mean, they didn't even adjust. So Narstown back to receive. This will be a kick, short kick to the right side, taking it about the 30-yard line. Narstown will come up the left side. He'll break one tackle, a little spin move, but eventually brought down hard by Cole Marinello. He's not having it tonight. Marinello making his way downfield quick, and he's one of those guys that he's not gonna, he's not gonna fall for the spin moves. He's gonna bring, bring you down hard and make you pay for it. So, seeing a lot more Cole Savage here as the season progresses, and Ryder Garris all over this field tonight, Eric. Yeah, he is. That was number 29 for Norristown. But not on the roster that Norristown gave us tonight. Yeah. And not on the roster on Max Preps yeah. either. So I'm not really sure 29. who 29 is. He had good moves, though, I will say. For not knowing who he is. Carter in the gun. He's got four receivers to the left. We got almost an oop-de-oop here. Yeah, 30. Carter calls for the ball. He's looking to throw. He's got his man down deep down the sideline, but he'll overthrow with Ryder Garris is in coverage. That was number one. Number one, Julian Arthur is the intended receiver for Norristown. And he had a step on Garris. However, I do feel like if that ball was one, there. The trips on the other side, number 21 broke loose uh, for Rashid Tribbett. Triplet. Uh, yeah, triplet. He he was kind of loose and wide open on that side. There was four receivers on the left there. Yeah, you had one on the outside slot, so they're running four receivers on the left, one on the right, going to the speed game here, down two touchdowns with 3.09 to play in the first. And this is this is the start we were looking for here as these Bears need to finish out this season 500, looking at an Eastern Conference championship bid here in the postseason. Carter. 32 is in the backfield, 21. Carter in the gun, motion. That's number Right to left. Offensive, offsides. So number Rashid, 18. She triplet in motion there. Yeah, number 18, who's also not on the roster. <laughs> Jumped off sides. Well, not a lot of information out there on Norristown. Did try to look at some film this week. Uh, just it, not a lot. So a lot of information out there with Spring Ford with a great production there in Perk uh, Valley. Um, something I noticed, Rick, Cade, Cade Sennett, he's got a big club on his arm. He Did does. he hurt his hand? I, I, don't, I didn't get word on any type of injuries. I was told, though, that there will be some rotating guys in the secondary tonight due to some injuries, and uh, we're seeing that here tonight as Ryder Garris is in. Gio D'Addario is now playing the left corner, number 17. D'Addario will drop back out of the motion. Chris Carter out of the gun. He'll go left side. He gets loose. He's heading to the sideline, but he's brought down hard by Roman Marinello. 
and that will not be enough to even get close to the chains moving as they were pinned back for a second and 15 initially on that play with 2.37 left great, to play. Great coverage by the defense. They tried to do a, a receiver kickback where they ran those guys in motion and tried to sweep the quarterback around and have the uh, receivers block back on guys turning around. Um, but Boyertown did a great job. Their secondary and their linebackers did a great job of scraping and filling that. Looking at a traditional crackdown block from two receivers on the left, you're using both your split ends. And ultimately, the Chris Carter dropping back, he's not given any time really for any reads tonight. So he's making a quick decision whether he's going to throw it quick or just run the ball. So trips right for Norristown on the far side of the field. Carter in the gun, sidecar left. He's got one receiver to the short side. He calls for the ball, back to pass. Looking across at the slant, he'll connect. And it's caught by Julian Arthur. And that will be enough for a Narstown first down as they'll get the chains moving here a little bit. Brought them. I didn't see, it was a host there, so yeah. it looked like Gavin Chamberlain in on the stop. So yeah. first down, this first down is brought to you by Penn State Health, St. Joseph's on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. 2.18 to play here in the first, and it's been a long first quarter so far, but Boyertown is prevailing up 14 to nothing. Norristown's moving the chains on their own 42-yard line. Carter in the gun, two, three receivers left. He'll call for the ball. It's going to be a handoff up off tackle to the left side, but he is brought down hard in the backfield for no gain, maybe a two-yard loss. Cole Marinello on the stop. Nope, Nick Panarello on the stop. Nick Panarello on the interior line um, there. Something I noticed, Rick, their, uh, their line is like, it, it's getting chippy down there. You can see the defensive linemen are kind of giving that extra push after the whistle to the Boyertown guys. <coughs> Boyertown guys aren't liking it. So we got to be careful with that, that something bad doesn't happen. Carter in the gun. Two receivers right, motion left to right. He'll call for it. Looked like he was going to hand off play action. He'll pass it up, but he is drilled at the line of scrimmage. And that was number 32. Well, Ryan Spangler in there, as well as Anthony Famulero on the stop for Boyertown. So Famulero, Panarello, Gavin Chamberlain, they got the Italian boys in there taking it to them. So the clock's going to keep running. They might get one more in before the end of the first quarter. Boyertown up 14 to nothing. Eggby's in on defense. Well, you got to think maybe it's a nose guard play. I've seen it. We saw that a few weeks yeah, back, but yeah. not, not, not a lot. So Leo Eggby in at defensive guard right now. Let's see what Boyertown's got in mind defensively. Gio D'Addario on the outside corner, far side. Carter in the gun. He'll call for it. He's back deep to pass. He's got nobody, He's and he is. Oh, balls out, and it's a fumble. Egby it's recovered. Got it. Leo Egby recovers the fumble at about the 25-yard line, and that will get close to almost ending the quarter with six seconds left to play in the first, and you got no under. Egby was in the game for a reason, Eric. Yep. And these, uh, these are I'll something. I'll tell you what, him up, just leave him in there on the line. He got in there quick. So you got Eggby in a, a coverage sack nonetheless. So he's got nobody to throw to. Eggby makes it in his face 10 yards in the backfield. 
You got Cole Marinello coming at you, Leo Egby, and you got Luke Ordway in there. And you had Nicholas Penarello. So it was Egby and Penarello lined up on either side of the center. In the guards and come straight and I'm in. I'm telling you right now, they're faster than a lineman. <laughs> so now Boyertown back on offense again. And, and they haven't had to punt yet, Eric. No. So their third series here is Anthony Panarello will go under center. Ryder Garris split left to Dario, split to the right, hand off to Egby up the middle, and he'll gain about three on that play. And that will bring us to the end of the first quarter as Boyertown is leading this one 14 to nothing and driving again in Norristown Eagles territory. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. So back here at Norristown High School in Norristown, Pennsylvania, we're heading into the second quarter, and the Bears up 14 to nothing. Leo Egby scores two touchdowns tonight. Foskey's perfect on the night, and we haven't had a punt yet once tonight, Eric. And Egby recovered a fumble as a defensive lineman. So Egby <laughs> all over the field tonight, and he was your gridiron services player of the game last week. I mean, only 47 yards on the ground, but he fought his butt off for every one of those yards and, and continues to hustle out here. So the Bears will switch sides, moving left to right as Panarello is under center. Leo Egby and Marinello in the eye. Gio D'Addario split to the right. Waiting for the official whistle to get this one started for the second quarter as the refs are making their way to their positions. Second and six for the Bears on the 20-yard line. Whistles bone, Narstown showing blitz. Panarello under center, handoff, Egby, left side, off off a of guard. They He's going to go to the house. Space. They he gave him too much space. And he's down to about the one-yard line, so Leo Egby getting yeah, loose you don't, tonight. You, you can't give him that much room to run. You let him into the secondary. Yeah, he's you gone. get him to that second level, and you're going to see he a ran out. Of, he ran out of field, like as we were talking about earlier. Boyertown loves that short side of the field. If we were to the, right, if we were to the other side, he, he would have had extra room. He would have dove to the pylon. So Egby looking for his third touchdown tonight. And... Panarello under center. Ryder split right in the eye. Quick handoff up the right side. Looks like Cole Savage. And he's in for the touchdown. The Bears will strike again. Start off the second quarter here. I think that was Cole Savage, Eric. We're off to the far side here. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's hard to see. These guys, we need to talk to Coach. Nope, coaches. that was Savage. So Coltrane gets his first touchdown yeah, of the go. season here tonight in the second quarter as the Bears take a 20 to nothing lead. We need to talk to these teams about getting better numbers on their jerseys for us old guys. It's tough. So Foskey is going to kick his third extra point here tonight as Marinello will hold. Norristown looking to rush. It's up, it's through, and it is good. So Boyertown up 21 nothing here in Norristown, taking it to the Eagles. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. 
Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Back here in Norristown, 21-0 Bears, 11-22 left to play in the second quarter. And basically just started the second quarter and Cole Savage, sophomore, gets his first touchdown of the season. Foskey puts the ball on the tee. They're having a conversation. They're getting ready to kick this one away. Looks <clears throat> like number one and number 29 back deep for Norris. So Julian Arthur, Julian Arthur back deep for the Eagles to receive. He'll be placed at about the 15-yard line. Foskey kicks this one in the nighttime sky. It'll land at about the 20-yard line and roll out of bounds. So that'll be a procedure call as the ball rolls out of bounds. I mean, he had a chance to pick it up, but yeah. let that one go. Get the yards on it. It's really hard with this. There's a lot of numbers missing, Rick. There is. The rosters are really incomplete here. Not a lot of good records here for the Eagles. So Blairtown will come back on defense here as they have, on offense, have yet to punt at all tonight and be able to score on all three drives and be successful. A different team here this week than we saw last week. And again, it, you know, you're going against a talented team like PV. We're able to see what the Bears have here tonight. Yeah, Boyertown's adding to their points for, you know, their uh, points scored for the season. I think uh, before this game, they were at 120 or 154 points scored and only has given up 219. Norristown actually has only scored 74 points on the season, but have given up 300, or sorry, 294. So it looks like we're going to call for a re-kick here. Got a scoring update from Exeter taking on Reading tonight at Exeter. They're up 35 to nothing on a J.R. Strauss pick six Villanova commit up there at Exeter. 4:15 was left in the first, so they got to be about heading into the second quarter now in Exeter. So Foskey will kick this one again. This time it's Straight down the left side hash, taking it at about the 20-yard line. Arthur's going to bring it up the left side. He's got Panarello on his heels. He's heading down the sideline across the 50-yard line, looking for a few blocks, still on his feet. Finally brought down at about the Boyertown 28-yard line, so a nice run back for Julian Arthur and the Eagles are trying to get something rolling here in the second quarter. And again, like we said earlier, I mean, the explosive plays are more than possible with Norristown. And it comes down sometimes yeah. to just a discipline issue. You have a turnover in the first quarter. And that's what I was waiting for. Coming back, Rick, I, I didn't want to call it before I knew it was going to happen, but it looked like there was some blocks in the back. Um, Gavin Chamberlain got hit pretty good. So this one will come back and, and you know, as a coach, so. this is frustrating. You, you know, you're down 21 to nothing. You just have a great return. You're in, you know, you're basically in the red zone, and a flag comes out. And and discipline issues. Like I saw yes. this two weeks ago when Middle School West was playing against Norristown. They fumble on both their first, you know, quarter drives. They have um, breakdowns offensively with 
you know, losing the ball, throwing an interception, you know, different breakdowns that they have, and it comes down to they have speed, they have talent, but sometimes it's just a discipline issue on the field. I mean, the other thing too, Rick, I mean, you look, look at the sidelines. I mean, they don't have a lot of kids on the team anyway compared to Boyertown. I mean, we go, th we go from 30 to 30, they go from 40 to 50. Right. So not as much personnel down here on the Norristown side and a, and a different size school altogether as Boyertown's in the 6A district here, District 1. So Carter and wow, the gun. Trips and three trips both sides. So we got a complete spread set here. Speed as Carter's in the gun. He's got you. You have to, to think they're passing right here, Rick. So they'll split no, him out. Not. He's going to run up the right side tackle. Receivers are a decoy, but he's going to fight for every inch. He might get three on a play. So you throw your receivers out, to, I mean, as far as you can to the sidelines. They're stacked three deep in a single file line behind each other and then running up the right side. Jason Wright brought him down. So Jason Wright on the stop for Boyertown. But you spread your guys out really far. Yeah. You open up the field, and you're going to try and use your speed on the interior line. Like we said earlier, this, in, this interior line for the Boyertown defense isn't having it tonight, led by Nick Panarello and Luke Ordway out there on the ends. So Carter in the gun, they're going to go with the same set here. Three left. Carter's going to call for it. He's back to pass. Looks to his man in the slot, Julian Arthur, but he's met immediately and brought down. Nope. He'll slip the tackle, but brought down hard initially. And we got flags flying all over the field. This is one of those games where, you know, the tempers are flying out there. A lot of yeah. pro they're really provoking each other. I'm not sure who the call's on, but you got – Norristown players arguing with the refs, and I got to think this one's probably going to be against Norristown. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I, I. Rasheed Triplett Jr. out there was arguing a little bit coming out of the slot. Yeah. I haven't seen too much from Coach Miller jumping up and down the far sidelines yet tonight. No. I think, uh, you know, again, discipline issues with Boyertown minding their P's and Q's thus far. If they, if they don't get this ball spot right, I think, Coach Miller, if you look at him, he's standing about five yards out in the field pointing at the ground. Toe tapping. Yeah, you can see him tonight. He's in red. He's not blending in with the jerseys. Correct. So 10-13 left to play in the second quarter. Boyertown's up 21 nothing. Oh, it is against Boyertown. Nope, we got one on either side. No, no. double Boyertown. So oh, wow, that's a 30-yard penalty. So... Two unsportsmanlike conducts on Boyertown. Take back everything I said about discipline and doing the right thing. I don't know what's going on. We've got to keep what, our heads what, here. Like like we were always taught, Rick, it's not the first guy that gets caught. It's the second it guy, is. and that's exactly what's happening right now. And I said it about 14 plays ago. So two weeks ago, you know, last week you see the Eagles playing against Tampa, and we get a bad taunting call on the sideline, which was talked about all over. I mean, everybody's heard about that. And, and then the NFL came down and said, listen, no more of this nonsense taunting stuff. And it's trickling down in the college and now in the high school, and you're starting to see it here, and the refs just aren't having it. There, there needs to be sportsmanlike play out here, and that's what we've always promoted. And Boardtown's usually good with that. I'm not sure what's actually being said out there. So try to get it under control, put your head down, get back in the huddle. Boardtown will suffer quite a bit on penalties here as that will move the ball into bear territory and be placed at the Boardtown 29-yard line. Hey, I got to say something. You know, when we started this a couple games ago, Rick, you know, we were like, oh, the town's going to listen to us. 
We actually made it all the way to Alaska. Right now, my mother-in-law <laughs> lives in Alaska, and she just texted me and said that she's tuning in, listening to us. Well, hello to your mother-in-law, yes. and welcome to the Bears Sports <laughs> Network, sponsored by In-Home Oxygen. So 10-13 left to play in the second hand, second quarter here. It'll be first and 10 for the Eagles from the Boyertown 29-yard line. And Norristown really having some interesting offensive sets here. I, I'm not even sure what you call no, this. I, this is like Varsity Blues out here tonight. Yeah. So Carter's in the gun. He'll get the call from the sideline. He's got trips right. One receiver split far left. Triplets out to the left. Carter calls for the ball. He's back to pass. He's going to look for that slot. It's not home. He'll run up to the left side, off tackle, and be brought down after about a five-yard gain on the play. You know what, Rick? That play should have never happened. If you, I was watching the game through the binoculars trying to see the numbers, and the quarterback actually spit his mouthpiece out on the ground in front of him and ran that play without a mouthpiece. Well, they don't see everything. Yeah, I know. They so don't see everything. They don't see everything. So we got Oop, an injured player, player for Norristown here. So we got an Number injury three. timeout. Number three. As Norristown is down the field, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Chris Carter was the injured man for Norristown, their quarterback. So now we're going to see somebody else coming in on the game here. I'm trying to get a look. And Norristown will have a second and three with 9.44 to play as the clock number picks seven, away. Number seven's at quarterback right so now. So Johnny <laughs> Denolfi, Johnny Denolfi will come in at quarterback for the Eagles. He's senior, a big boy, he's too. senior, 6'3", 230. And it looks like some miscommunication. They can't seem to get on the same page, and Norristown will take a timeout. But we'll stay right here and keep this one rolling. Some discipline issues on both sides of the ball. Yeah. I initially saw it with Norristown on breakdown of plays, but Boyertown letting things get to their head a little bit here. Yeah. And, and again, I don't know what's being said out there, but you can you only imagine. Think, you, you know, first, you know, second quarter, 21 nothing. I mean, you know, one team that's getting beat up, that's 0 and 8, they're going to have a chip on their shoulder, and they're going to, you know. It's going to happen. Norristown was able to be competitive in a, quite a few games this season. I mean, they hung in there with Mifactin, which Boretown end, ended up, you know, taking it to them 42 and 11 two weeks ben ago. Salem, they hung in with Ben Salem. They only lost by a touchdown. So in league, though, you know, Springford beats them 49 to nothing, and Perk Valley 56 to 12. Yeah. And you got to imagine the 12 points. I, I, we played Perk Valley last week. They're putting in third stringers. Yeah, Owen J. 35 to 14 against Owen J. last week. So able to put some points on the board and, and be competitive with Owen Jay and Avery Grimm over there across town, up there in, in Coventry. So we got Chris Carter's going to come back in at quarterback. So they took a timeout. He's eligible yeah, now again, yep. and he can come back on the field. So second and three, 9.29 to play. Carter's okay, out of the gun. He's got four receivers to the right. Still looking to the sideline, still can't figure it out. Now the ref's going to call his time, and I'm not sure what's going on here. 
The refs are going to talk about this. They're getting a workout here tonight, Eric. Yeah. So quick score update from Berks County as Exeter up 42 no, I, to I nothing. Think, I, I think he, just because they called a timeout, he still has to sit out of play. And then, then the well, they didn't call a timeout before he was down. So, yeah, yeah. You know, ultimately. The, head, the head official, I've actually, uh, he's been around for a couple years when I played semi-pro down in Conshohocken. He was our ref. So he's actually a pretty decent official, probably one of the better ones that we've seen this, this <laughs> season. So Johnny to nullify. We'll come back in at quarterback. I'm sure we're only going to see him for maybe one play. 9.29 left to play. Boyertown up 21-0. 9.29 to play in the first half. And again, like you said, Denofi, he's senior 6'3", 230 at quarterback right now. I mean, he stands next to his running back, and his running back looks like a little It looks kid. like Thurman Thomas yeah. standing next to Tom Brady. So, got motion from the right, left. He's going to keep it. To all 230 pounds of him is going to take on the Portertown line, he's still driving down to about the 11-yard line. And that'll be enough to move the chains for the Eagles. Looks like Ryder Garris in on the help there with the stop with Kate Sennett. Yeah, they're still being chippy down there. You can see him like kind of like pushing a little bit here and there after the play when they Unfortunately, get up. Unfortunately, I think you're going to see that all night tonight. It looks like that's the attitude that's been set so far. And we're not going to be able to get away from it. So 9-11 to play in the half. Clock still ticking, first and 10 for the Eagles. This first down is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Eagles are driving here after a 30-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct for Bordertown, giving them an edge here. They'll start from the 11-yard line. Chris Carter back in, dropping back to pass. Got the man on the right side, it's complete but he'll go absolutely nowhere. So maybe, I, I, I don't even know if he gained anything on that one. Chris Carter drops back so far, Eric. Yeah, he pass. does. He takes about a 10 step drop. It's like we're in Norristown and he's dropping back to Pottstown. Yeah, he uh, he did not gain anything. They have not moved the chains. He might so, have even lost like a, maybe a little bit, like we'll, a half a yard or something. We'll see where they spot this one. So second and 10 for the Eagles from the 11 yard line with 8.42 left to play in the first half. Boardtown up 21 to nothing. And and the defense putting up a good stand. I mean, you got to look at the play, the, the play they had in there with Johnny Denolify and uh, <laughs> they let him run it off tackle. Coming in as a substitution backup quarterback, 6'3", 230, and he drives down the field for eight yards. Maybe you go to him again. Yeah. So Norristown will call a timeout. It looks like you can see the frustration on the sideline. I right was just going to say that every time the coach calls a timeout or something, they're throwing their hands up. I, not able to get anything going here. So Norristown will take a timeout. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. Whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more. 21-0 here as Bears have taken a commanding lead with 8.42 left to play in the half. Norristown took a quick timeout. Looked like a lot of miscommunication there on the sideline as they weren't able to 
get on the same page. But Carter now on in the gun. He's going to keep it up the left side. He'll take on a man or two. Still on his feet. Ryder Garris will bring him down, but not before he hits the end zone. So Norristown will get on the board here with 8.36 left to play in the half. Chris Carter taking it up the left side. Looks like Fortown able to think that they were going to keep, keep stopping him and stopping him and left that hole open. When you spread those receivers that wide, Eric, you got to think eventually yeah, somebody's going to get yep. loose. You, it puts, when you spread all your D-backs out, it puts a lot of strain on your on your linebackers and your running back or your linemen. So Norristown getting ready to set to kick the extra point here. Interesting. Lefty. Interesting. Yeah, he's a, so we got a lefty kicker here. Trying to see his number, but he's I facing away from us, and he's got a big black sweatshirt underneath his jersey there. So I'm guessing he doesn't get a lot of time on the field. Kick is up. It, it is through. So Norristown will get on the board here. Boyertown up 21 to 7. 8:36 left to play in the half. We'll be back. If you're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. 21 nothing here. 21, 21 to 7, sorry, as Norristown just gets themselves on the board with 8.36 left to play in the first half. Brett Murphy kicks the extra point now on to kick this one away to Boyertown. And Boyertown, this is the first time they're going to receive all night, Eric. Yeah, I mean, watch the onside kick here. I mean, they Norristown seen Boyertown do it. Kick is a squib kick on the ground to the left side. Picked up by Cade Sennett. He'll pick it up at the 15-yard line. Get a few blocks. He's headed to the outside. Oh, he oh, trips. So if he doesn't trip there, he's probably taking it down the sideline yeah. and maybe even to the house. But Cade Sennett on a nice return. He'll bring that one back for about 15 yards. And that's where Boardtown will start the offense on about the Nars on their own 30-yard line. Some quick scoring updates here, Eric, as... Our correspondent, Phil Haddad, has let me know. Upper Marion up 7-0 over Upper Perk. PV is up 14-0 over Methacton. Upper Dolphin 20, Fleetwood 14. And Penridge 21 over CB South 7. And Penarello under center. Quick handoff. Looks like he was trying to hand it off to Egby, but Norristown's not having Where's that. Where's the Conrad Weiser score? So Conrad Weiser and Kutztown. Conrad Weiser is up 21 to six over Kutztown. As the last check I had on Exeter is they were up 42 to nothing in the first half and taking it to Reading up there, the Reading Knights. You said first half? They were still in the first half when I got that, but I think at this point, Eric, we're probably heading closer to halftime. That's gonna so be a 49, long game up 49 there. to nothing up there in Exeter. I just got the update. 49 to nothing with 7.28 left in the first half. Seven minutes? Yeah. Oh, boy. Penarello under center. He's got Egby. Hand off to Marinello up the left side. He's got a few blocks. And he'll go to about the 40-yard line, close to a first down. We'll see where they spot this one. Some incredible downfield blocking there by the Boyertown line. Yeah, I mean, big numbers. Uh, 74 was down there. 
No, wait, was it 74? Hold on one minute. No, 54. Big 54. Kyle Fry, an yep. offensive player of the week for the Bear Den almost every yeah, week. Yeah, he's getting Kyle down Fry. the field 10, 12 yards to help block. Definitely got some speed in size there as Kyle Fry has been the heart and soul to this Boyertown offensive line. Senior. Anthony Panarello under center, handoff to Egby off guard, but he'll go, oh, he'll kick it around the outside. It's picked up, picked up by Cole Marinello, but he's brought down hard. Flag, helmet and, to helmet. And I'm looking at a helmet to helmet call here. Cole, I, uh, how did Cole Marinello get the ball? I have no, I, I'm looking through the binoculars and I can't tell. It looks like a quick handoff on the interior, probably to the zero hole to Egby, and then all of a sudden we got a scrum and Cole Marinello comes up the right side and has it. So Norristown getting fired up on a big hit, but looks like we might have a personal foul here, helmet to helmet. We'll it looks the like they're going against Boyertown, and I, I just don't understand this. Block in the back. Uh, Maybe we missed something. Maybe, but I can't imagine we... So some personnel changes. Gavin Chamberlain will come off the field. Ryder Garris will come on. Cole Savage will come on. Egby will come off. Yeah, it's against Boyertown. This doesn't make sense. Unless, like you said, unless there was a block in the back or I don't know. So they'll move it back on Boyertown. Looks like a personal foul on Boyertown. So this will bring up a third and long for the Bears with 6.56 left to play in the first half. Bears up 21-7 looking to put some more points on the board as they will receive the ball in the second half. A lot of calls here tonight, a lot of aggression, and I'm not really sure, you know, again, I, I see a scrum in the middle, yeah, and you don't really, you know, find out what happens until the fallout later and the refs are in there, so you got the sideline judge making the call there. It's really the first time the Boyertown offense has kind of fluttered this game. So a third and 15 for Boyertown, Panarello under center. Quick pitch out to Roman Marinello. He's going to try and get loose up the sideline. Cole, you savaged, hard block down the edge. Mar Mar Marinello will be brought down at about the 38-yard line, pushed out of bounds. Flag. Close, close to a first down, but we got a flag on the field again. We got a player down for Norristown. He's getting up limping. I'm hoping this wasn't a sideline penalty, or I think Coach Miller will lose his mind. Well, Satan with the call is here. Great blocking downfield by Cole Savage. Man, I mean, for a big guy with a lot of speed there. So, waiting on the call here. We got an injury timeout for Norristown. And looks like a sideline warning for Boyertown as well. So, Trey Holmes is the down player for Norristown. So we'll take an injury timeout here real quick. Boretown's up 21-7 with 6.14 left to play in the half. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
Home Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, In-Home Oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's In-Home Oxygen and Medical Equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. 21-7 here is Boretown keeping the lead going here with 6.14 left they to play in the They a flag, but then the ball never moved, Rick. Maybe they waved it off, Eric. I'm not really sure. So this will be a fourth and five for the Bears. They'll keep the offense on the field. Brush is coming. Ball is pitched and fumbled in the backfield. And Narstown by recovers. Five. Narstown recovers the fumble. Botch play. Jamal Griffin picks up the fumble for Narstown with 6-10 left to play in the half. And some miscues here for the Bears. And Narstown's capitalizing. I mean, we got some discipline issues on both sides. It looks like it was a quick pitch, and it almost looked like Eric, like he was looking to head downfield before he actually caught the ball. So that'll cost him, and Norristown will take over first and goal on the Boardtown 30, and they have an opportunity to cut this score down to seven. I mean, if Boardtown comes out like they did the first two offensive series, I think we'll be fine. Chris Carter in at quarterback for Norristown. He'll be in the gun. He's got one receiver split left, two right, one in the slot. He'll call for the ball. Back to pass. Looking deep down the sideline. Coverage is Cade Sennett. Nice Almost play. Picked Cade. Off. Oh, and they're gonna come on. He's playing the ball. So Cade Sennett on the play there, but I got to think it's offensive pass interference. That's he pushed Cade uh, uh, in the yeah, face uh, as Cade went yeah. up for the ball. I can't see how he put any hands on him whatsoever. Yeah, I, uh, I don't see that as offensive or defensive pass interference even a little bit. So we'll see what the call is here, but I got to think it's offensive. Nope, against Boyertown, Rick. That is, uh, you know, Eric, week in and week out, I, I you know, I, I get on you sometimes when you talk about how the refs and this, and I, and I agree with you a lot of times. That was an egregious, egregious call. Yeah. Because Cade goes up for the ball. His eyes are on it the whole time. His back and is I, to the receiver. I, I understand you can't see everything, but he was right there. Was right in front of him. That sideline judge was right there. So Chris Carter in the gun. Two receivers right, one left. Quick handoff, up off tackle. Number 32. So Farrell, Mayon Farrell on the carry. And we talked about him pregame a little bit. He does lead a lot in the rushing, but. This is a Norristown speed offense that we see trying to get this moving. So Chris Carter will come to the sideline to get the call directly from coaches. 5.42 left to play in the half. Boyertown up 21-7. It's a big stop for Boyertown in this play. I mean, I know we're up 21-7, but we, we got to keep them out of the end zone. This will be a second and six for the Eagles. Carter in the gun. It's like an offset eye. Two receivers in the backfield, two right. Two, one left. Carter calls for the ball. He's back to pass, looking for the slant. Almost oh. picked off by Leo Egby. No, not Leo Egby. 26. All right. Anthony Famulero almost picks it off out of the linebacker I think spot. I know these names by now. I know Famulero. So Anthony Famulero, I actually coached him when he was in second and third grade, and really great player, very aggressive guy. Almost has the pick in and out of his hands, and what a play that would have been to send this one going back the other way. So. 
bring up third and six for the Eagles as they're knocking on the door down at the 11-yard line of the Bears. 5-17 left to play in the half. Taking a long time to get this call in as the Eagles talking about it a little bit. Kate Sennett playing on the far side there, corner with that wrap on his hand, almost having to pick with that wrap on his hand. Yeah. Carter out of the gun, sidecar left, one receiver back. Hand off, Hand off up the right side. He'll dive down to about the two-yard line. So Rashid Triplett on the carry for Norristown as that ought to bring up a first and goal for the Eagles. So first and goal for the Eagles as they're driving with 5.07 left to play in the first half. Bears up 21-7. Norristown looking to cut that lead down. This first down is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Norristown up at the line, almost the goal line, on about the two-yard line. Carter in the gun. Looks like he's going to try and keep it. He'll be brought down by a host of Boyertown defenders as Roman Marinell is in there on the safety safety blitz. You got coverage on the outside, Eric. You got Cade Sennett one-on-one. You got Gio D'Addario out one-on-one. So why not send the safety when you got Ryder Garris back there that he can hang out too? So send yeah. a guy like Roman Marinello. And like we talked about earlier, he's the Swiss Army knife of this Boyertown team, not just offensively but defensively too. Yeah. So 4-14 left to play in this first half. Norristown trying to score before they give the ball back to Boyertown in the second half. Boyertown... Needs a big stop here on a second and goal yeah. from the three-yard line. I'd like to see him do a nice stand here. So goal line defense, Ryder Garris over the top in the middle. Pass to the far side, and it is caught for a touchdown as Norristown will get on the board one more time. Is that triplet on the touchdown? So, Million Bear on the touchdown for the Norristown Eagles as they cut the lead down. Boyertown now 21, Norristown 13, waiting on the extra point. And a couple miscues, and Norristown's right back in this one. Yeah, no, I mean, again, yeah, a couple of penalties, and you, you let a team back in. And I think with Norristown, this is a team you can't let back in. Kick is up. Brent Murphy is good for two tonight. So the Eagles will put seven more on the board. Boyertown still up, 21 to 14, 3.52 left to play in the half. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Brett Murphy getting set to kick this one away. We got a full moon here tonight. And Norristown getting themselves back in this one on a few miscues from the Bears. Looks like Marinello back deep. He'll sit at about the eight-yard line for the Bears. Murphy's got the ball on the tee, waiting for the call from the refs. He'll head to the line, put a foot through it. It's a squib, low kick down on the ground. 
It's let go by Garris, picked up by Marinello. We got a couple good blocks here. Marinello will make it about five yards on the return up to about their own 25-yard line, and that is where Panarello will start his bid to get one more in here, hopefully before the second half is, begins and they get the ball back. So the Eagles getting a little more aggressive here. Boretown got to settle down, yep. got to settle in, Eric, and look for, you know, discipline, you know, control the ball, focus, no fumbles. Yeah, I think right now in this offensive series, what they need to do is just kind of keep the ball, slowly move down the field. If they run out of time, they run out of time because they get the ball back. Panarello under center. Manarello, Manarello out of the outside. He'll get loose on the sideline and take it out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. We'll see where they spot this one. On the far side there, kind of hard to see, so. They'll give him about, Ooh. that's, I'm not sure Ooh. about that. Looks like they only gave him about five on that play, maybe four, so that ought to bring up a second and six for the Bears. 3.41 to play in the half. Bears up 21-14. Panarello under center. Egby in the backfield. Two right, two left. Panarello looks like he's going to keep. And he, does go, he goes absolutely nowhere. So the blocking doesn't hold, and the Bears will lose two on that one and face a third down. That's the first time I think Panarello's kept the ball all night, Eric. So Yeah, yeah. Usually you we see him run right a little bit more. I think he's starting to settle in as quarterback. So a bunch of consecutive games here for him since yeah. Ryder Garris goes down in against O&J. Ryder Garris able to come back and start playing again, but Coach Miller says we'll stay with Panarello. Looks like for the remainder of the season. So Panarello is in the gun. Luke Gordway split left. Gio D'Addario split far right. I got to think they're passing. It's third and five. Panarello is back to throw. He's got Ritter. nobody to throw to and he'll throw the ball away. They're looking for intentional grounding. They might get it. So we'll see what the call is here, but that'll bring up a fourth down for the Bears, and looks like we might see a punt for the first time tonight. And we will see a punt as Colin Eisenhardt has checked into the game for the first time. 2.53 left to play in the half. Boretown's offense had to put it on the gas the whole first quarter, and then here in the second, kind of sputtering out a little bit with a few, mis yeah. few miscues. It's kind of a little weird here. Northtown's not sure who to send back deep. Julian Arthur will take the bid, though. He'll go back deep just across the halfway line. He's at the 46-yard line of the Eagles. Colin Eisenhard with some really nice punts last week. Let's see how he does getting this one away. The Eagles actually have two receivers back deep to receive on this punt, not something you see too often. No. Eisenhard's gonna punt. It is a high punt out to cross midfield. Oh, nice and roll. And a great roll, and Boardtown will watch it roll all the way down to the Exeter, or sorry, Exeter, here we go, Exeter again. Norristown Eagles 30-yard line. You gotta mix them up. You gotta get the updates from up there. So first and 10 from the Eagles from their own 30-yard line, 2.42 left to play in the half. Boyertown still up, 21-14. Chris Carter will start his bid here, first and 10 from their own 30-yard line. North Penn was up 14 to nothing over CB East, and they're still undefeated this season. 6A play down there in Lansdale. Satterton up 28-0 over Hatboro. 
Chris Carter's in the gun. Two receivers and the two two running backs in the backfield. Hill will hand up, hand off up off center, and he'll go absolutely nowhere. About a three-yard loss on that play. Trying to see who had that. Looks like triplet on the carry for Norristown. So Carter will come to the sideline and get the call. You got to think. You got to think again. How many of these players are playing both ways for the Bears? And, and this has been a, this has been a long first half. It has been. So they'll get the call. Cade sent it back in at corner. I, I, very good coverage tonight from Cade. Just yeah. A couple, you know, just things happen. You know. Yeah. You got a receiver that's a little taller than you. He makes the grab. Where a really bad pass interference call. I sound like you keep bringing that one up, but. Carter's in the gun, sidecar right. Quick pass out to the left side to Arthur. Ooh. Missed tackle by Senate, but eventually he's brought down by what is that? Now there's another penalty flag. Are they saying horse collar? Come on. So Let Marin the kids Marinello's play. got his hands in the air, can't understand what's going on. Looked like a very clean tackle as it's right in front of us here on the home sideline. I'm not sure the call here. He didn't grab. He didn't grab the shoulder pads. He grabbed the jersey. A horse, horse collar tackle is when you grab behind, underneath the helmet, behind the shoulder pads, and yank down. Yep, they're going to call horse collar. That was a jersey Marinello. tackle. That was an awful call. That was an, a jersey tackle. Awful. How much did they pay the rest on this one? This is egregious. Absolutely egregious. So with 1:44 left to play in the first half, Narstown is going to keep moving, and they're going to move across midfield on a penalty call. So penalties are killing the Bears tonight here. And I, you know, and, and I got to say. Some I, of them are their fault, but that one right there, that, that was, was a clean tackle. That was a jersey tackle, not a horse collar tackle. Carter in the gun. He'll hand off up the middle. They'll gain about four on the play. So trying to get the jersey number there. So brought down hard by... Nick Panarello. So it'll bring a second and eight up for the Eagles with 120 left to play in the first half. Boardtown needs a big stop right here before we go into the half. Yeah. Carter in the gun. Two receivers split right, one in the slot, slot left. Carter, he's going to hand up, up off the middle again. He'll get loose. Number 32. For about a first down. Mayon Farrell on the run for. Norristown, and this might be enough for a first down. And it will be. So Norristown will keep the chains moving. 102 left to play in the half. One timeout remaining for Norristown, if I'm not mistaken, Eric. I know they burned up yeah. two in the first yeah, they quarter. Have one timeout left. So one timeout left for Norristown. Board says no timeouts left for Norristown. I'm not sure that's correct. So the clock's ticking under a minute. Carter back to pass. Looking deep down the sideline. Interception. Cade sent it on the interception, interception for the Bears. Did he pick it or did he? They're probably going to call it incomplete. I'm not sure he called it with, with, with his hand. No. So it looked like a clean interception, but looks like it rolls out once he hits the turf. And that's going to be an incomplete pass. I mean, that was that was great coverage. Great coverage by sophomore Kate Sennett, number ten out there on the wide side. Giving up height and an arm. <laughs> and our, our sophomores on either corner have played aggressively all season long. I mean, you got typically you got 
Cade Sennett and Jason Oaks out there, and we're not seeing anything from Jason Oaks tonight as he's sidelined. So Jason Wright on the other corner. Carter's going to keep it, come up the left side, brought down hard in the backfield by Anthony Famulero. Nope, Luke Ordway on the stop. Yeah, I'm surprised that wasn't a horse collar. I mean, that's just the same way that... Brought down by his pads on the yeah. outside, outside. Yeah. That's the, the key. The other one was grabbing the jersey. Outside, grab on the outside of the shoulder pads and bring him down. That's the key, so... Looks like Boretown's going to call their last time out with 19 seconds left to play in the half. We'll stay right here as we're getting ready to head in the half. Boretown's going to talk this one over. And, Eric, I mean, the keys to get back into this one, we'll talk about it at halftime yeah. here, but it's obviously going to be discipline. And being able to play to the situation you're dealing with here with the officiating, and not, and not that I'm trying to bash refs or anything, but there's some been some really egregious calls here. And they're right on our sideline, so it's kind of tough for them. But, again, like you said weeks ago, you got to play the game. And whatever the fallout is, the fallout is. And if you you know, you know get the ball in the end zone, that's how it's going to end for Boretown here, just trying to get more points on the board as they're up right now 21-14. to 14. 19 seconds left to play in the half. So 19 seconds left to play in the half. Norristown will get a chance to talk about it. They got a third and nine that they're facing here. 21-14. Carter in the gun. Trips right. Single setback. One man left. He'll call. He's back to pass. He's looking deep. He's going to be sacked hard in the backfield. And it looks like you're getting tangled up there. I think that's Luke Ordway on the stop. Waiting for him to get up. And it is Luke Ordway on the stop. And that, they're going to try and get one more playoff. And they're not going to be able to do so. And that'll be the end of the half. Is Norristown able to complete anything there getting on the half? So that'll take us to the half. Boretown up 21-14. Boretown will receive in the second half. We're going to take a break. We'll come back for some pregame show. Halftime show. You're listening to the Bears Sports what Network. All the people say You're riding high in April Shot down in May But I know I'm gonna change that tune when I'm Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. This is the sound of your Boyertown Bears on the crystal clear digital quality Bears Sports Network. Cole, you savage in Egby. Quick pitch to the right, up the middle, up to the 50. He's going to break free, down to the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown number two, Leo Egby. This is the sound of your Boyertown Bears on analog, old local AM radio. Bears Sports Network. Touchdown number two, Leo Egby. Crusty AM Radio. This is the place for sports broadcast excellence in Berks County. 
Jerry Gelliff Media on the web at jgmedia.us, the home of the Exeter Sports Network, the Saints Sports Network, and the Bears Sports Network in Boyertown. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. 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 But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. The 2021-22 season starts on October 22nd. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Boyertown took a commanding lead in the first quarter, but quite a few miscues for the Bears in the second quarter as Norristown is able to come back and put 14 points on the board. Not what we're looking for no. here tonight, Eric. No, uh, and again, we, we've talked about this week in and week out with the penalties and the and the stuff. It, it, it comes with they got up 21 nothing. They kind of got a little bit of a big head, got a little cocky. Penalties started flying. On both way, oh, on both sides, Boyertown had a little bit more. They just got a coach Miller's probably in there saying, "Guys, settle down, just settle down, and go back to the first quarter when we started this game and play the football that we know how to play." Yeah, I, I, I know how he feels about discipline, miscues, and when you got so much talent as we do with Marinello, Egby. I mean, I haven't seen Egby really touch the ball much. He's got two touchdowns on the night, which yeah. says a lot, but yeah. on short yardage plays and. A few chunk yard plays with Roman Marinello, again, you know, the, the guy you want to go to for just about everything offensively, defensively. We have not seen the traditional swing pass, the bubble screen. No, that to we've Roman seen every yet tonight. Week. But I got to feel it has something to do with Norristown's aggressive secondary playing on the outside, and that might not work out there. Uh, and, and they've made that adjustment here as they've come down into Norristown tonight. So it looks like tonight is Norristown's homecoming here, and what a good game they have as the attendance is stacked on both sides. As Boretown always, as always, travels very well. A couple halftime scores coming in here. PV Perk Valley is up 28 to nothing over Methacton at the half. Upper Marion up seven nothing over Upper Perk, which I, I knew right out of the gate that was going to be a good game tonight. Um as homecoming court is coming through on the 50. So some keys here to get back into this one, to get them back on track, I should say. Eric, what do you think defensively? Um, defensively, just keep the strong coverage. I mean, you know, don't, don't, 
don't stop being aggressive. Uh, Cade Sennett is a very good corner, and he's doing a great job. That was a little bit shaky of a penalty. You know, sometimes in that penalty flies, you maybe, you know, back off a little bit and give up a big play. He's just got to, you know, stay consistent, stay with what they knew, and just be smart about things. So, Boyertown offensively really changing some things up, doing quite a, di quite a bit of different things here. Uh, you know, changing things up, but not able to really uh, keep things going here in the second quarter. So, looking to see what Coach Miller comes out with. They will receive the ball in the second half, give him an opportunity. Norristown not able to capitalize on getting the ball back with a minute and a half left in the last half. And, you know, you got to think, we've seen – the swing, you know, the, the pitch to the outside of Ryder Garris, we've seen him on a half, basically a halfback pass down the field yep. and a completion in the room of Marinello, which was really nice, and it, it seems to be the only completion we've seen yet tonight uh, on the passing game. As we've talked about earlier and earlier in the season, and, and Coach Miller has made this comment many times, we are a running team first, and they don't go to the pass unless they absolutely think they have to, obviously trying to go to it on a third and five here at, at the end of the first half, but yeah. not able to really get too much going there with that no I mean their offense they I mean at this point that you saw it worked I mean the first two series of offense were fantastic I mean I just think they try it got away from them a little bit you know on on the third series they just gotta they gotta get back to where they were in the beginning of the game looks like they caught Norristown on their heels when they first yes. came out of the gate and that's something that you you know you, you like to see is they're they're catching them in a situation where they didn't know what was coming and neither did we I mean we, we, and then we talked about this Yep. in weeks past that we never know what Coach Miller's coming out of the gate with. No. And then they kind of settle into what they want to do. So looking for some more scores here tonight as Spring Forward facing off against Owen J. Roberts. Owen J. Roberts 6-2 and two on the season. Owen J. And I, I mentioned this game, first of all, because it's Spring Forward's homecoming, but it's also the, a, a big bid for the pack uh, as Springford and ONJ fighting for a chance to get into that championship game for the pack title against Perk Valley, who ultimately sealed their deal last week to get into that game, beating Boyertown at home, 38 to nothing. Pottsgrove's playing Pope John Paul tonight. Six, uh, Pottsgrove six and one, but not you know Boyertown giving them their only loss. So they'll play tomorrow. As Perk Valley, I just mentioned that one. Um, and Phoenixville is trying to get into the playoffs tonight as they're taking on the 0-8 Pottstown Trojans. So one thing that was worth noting, I mean, it's in the Berks County more so, but if you haven't heard about Nick Singleton up at Governor Mifflin and the great things that they're doing up there, two weeks ago they tried to get a game in against Redding, who Exeter is taking it to tonight, and they can't get the game in because Redding has to cancel due to COVID reasons. So they play last week. They play a great game last week. Uh, they beat uh, beat up on uh, Muhlenberg, and then they, this week come in to Dan play Daniel Boone, and Daniel Boone has to cancel due to COVID reasons, and they won't play their JV game on Monday either. Singleton has 1,030 yards on the season so far, and they are 7-0 and up there in Governor Mifflin, ranked number one in the state, number one in the district across the board. So They've always been really good. A great program up there that they're running as Mike Drago interviewed their coach not long ago, and that, that program just by leaps and bounds, Nick Singleton, a Penn State commit, will be heading up to play for Coach Franklin after this season, and what a great thing just for our area to have. So Luke Ordway with two sacks in the first half, so – Trying to steal his deal is trying to get his way up to a sack record uh, as, you know, Boardtown's defense in their front four have been very aggressive here in this game with Anthony or Nicholas Panarello and Luke Ordway on the, on the edges. 
Right now, Penridge up 21 to 7 over CB South at the half. So, again, these scores just keep coming in here a little bit at a time, try to keep you updated on what's going on in the pack. So, Boardtown wins tonight. We find out probably late tonight or tomorrow who we play next week as we have a pack crossover game. I'm told, as of right now, we're looking at Upper Marion, Phoenixville, or Upper Perk again. Right now, it's looking more like Phoenixville or Upper Marion. Upper Marion uh, coming into this week three and four as they are playing against Upper Perk. And I last I checked, they were winning that game. So we'll see what happens up there. And Phoenixville, like I said, trying to get into the playoffs tonight, playing the O&H Potsdown Trojans. Probably going to be basically square up and go 500 as of tonight. We'll see who we play next week. I'm told that. After this week and next week, if we can seal the deal and win both these games, looking like a good opportunity for the Eastern Conference Championship game, which we give Boyertown one postseason game here, Eric, and maybe we travel or we stay home for a big game at the so end of the season. That would only be one postseason game, one even game. if we win it? One game. So it will be one championship game, separate bracket away from the districts and the, and the Pac-12 um, for Boyertown. Coach Miller, coincidentally, was there back in 2017, which was his first season, and they won against Pocono Mountain. So looking to get back into that situation. Obviously, things didn't turn out in the pack the way that they had hoped, uh, playing against Perk Valley, playing against Springford, and a tough loss, in my opinion, against Owen J. Roberts, yes, where they could have won yes. They could have won that game. I mean, you shut down Avery Grimm, and they're kind of – they do have some other weapons, but Avery Grimm is their absolute yeah. go-to guy. They refuse to let him play defense due to the fact they don't want to let him get hurt. and that, that He's a running back that hits the seam and takes off, and he's going to the house if you let him lose past the I mean, secondary. At this point of the game, the way that that first half went, we got to we gotta worry about tonight before we worry about a game. We do, game. we do, but I try to keep listeners yeah, updated as to no, what's going on. So we definitely have one more game to look forward to. That's next week back at Bash Memorial Stadium, back home for us in our home field, and we'll see who we face. And, 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 and again, out of all those three teams – no matter who you play, it's going to be a good game. Absolutely, it's 100%. You know, we, we take care of Upper Perk in the beginning, first game of the season, which is they're in the pack, but they're not in our conferences. They're in the Liberty, and we're in Pioneer. And basically, you know, we, we have not faced Upper Marion. We have not faced Phoenixville. The junior high team faced Phoenixville earlier this week at Phoenixville High School, and where they they were able to take care of them 20 to nothing. Um, and, and Phoenixville really coming up late in the season on the bid. And, again, these are teams that put – tough teams in the beginning of their schedule to see kind of what they have. You know, whereas Pottsgrove not really doing that too much. Pottstown's really a struggling program right now with 0-8. You know, not really able to put points on the board. Norristown here at 0-8 still able to put points on the board every week, even against some tougher teams. Now, yeah. Norristown keeps their foot on, on their throats and keeps them down 49 to nothing and gives them a goose egg, but ultimately you know, week in and week out, Norristown is able to fight and struggle. And if they don't lose the ball, one or two times, this might be a tie ball game. Yeah. So. I mean, onside's kick. Just that alone could have been a whole different scenario. And, and what an amazing, you know, decision by Coach Miller. Yeah, I never, ever saw that one coming there tonight. So, uh, Coach Miller being very aggressive, able to put 21 quick unanswered points on the board. But now we got a 21-14 ball game. And we're about halfway through halftime here as Boyertown's talking it over. I got I to think. You, do you see something crazy in the second half? Do you see them come out with some kind of strange set, something that's going to you know, spark some excitement for them? I, I mean, you you got to do something. Do we see more Eggby? Uh, you have to do something. You have to spark Boyertown's aggression. 
The only problem with that is you got to be, you know, be aggressive in the right way. Not with the chippiness after the play and, you know, talking and Head jabbering. Down. Just walk away. Like we said before, you always get the second guy. Let Norristown be the lead, you know, let them do what they're going to do, and you play like Bordertown plays. So, we'll see what they come out with. I mean, honestly, yeah, I'm hoping I, to see more Eggby. Uh, I wasn't anticipating the way the game started, so you I got, don't, yeah, I don't. You got some some fresh guys in there tonight, some sophomores taking some places. Gio D'Addario's playing in there starting at split end. You know, you got um, a couple guys starting differently at, at the secondary for the defense. So, I mean, maybe you shake things up and you see maybe you see more Ryder Garris offensively at split I mean, end position. Eggby's fresh. He really has two offensive plays and a defensive play. I mean, he was in other plays, but, I mean, he touched the ball. Right. Um, so he, you have him on fresh legs in the second half. That's huge. So a big play there. So Conrad Weiser up 42 to 14 over Kutztown at the half. And a lot of things going on tonight up in Berks County. So we'll take a quick break right here and come back for the rest of the halftime show. Get things rolling. About five, six minutes left in halftime. Bears up 21-14 over the Norristown Eagles. We'll be back here in Norristown right after this. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. 21-14 here at the half as Norristown's band. I, they sound good, Eric, but... They're about quarter the size of Rick, I was, I, I, Yeah, I mean. Did I pick your brain there? Yeah, you, you kind of stole the words out of my mouth. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, you're only seeing a band that goes from, like, 10 yards of band. And only about 10, 12 yards deep as yeah, well. Yeah, so. I mean, like. Hey, well, any band program is good. The band program brings great value to any school, uh, you know, and it's great to see them out here tonight. I'm sure they were able to compete in some cavalcade, and Boardtown does a great job. I have a couple kids that are involved at the middle school. Thirty people on the field right now. Hey, they put on a no, show. No, hey, and they put on a great show. They, they did a thriller. Show. And we they had were thriller. We also had a what was it? A salsa performance? Yes, yeah, salsa the performance for the, the game. There was a step team. Yep. Like they did yep. a parade of all their different clubs. I mean, they have a lot of things. A lot of things going on. It, this is a, a for I've never played here. I, it's a really nice to see this facility down here. It's a really nice stadium, and they didn't it have is. lights until a few years ago. They played basically day games, Saturday games, kind of like why missing does up in Berks County. And a few years ago, not taxpayers. They made a point to say that this is not taxpayers' money. This was all funding that they raised to put these lights in this beautiful stadium. I talked to athletic director down here, uh, Tony Palladino, before the game, and I, you know, I said, you guys have a really great field here. And he said, yeah, it's been here about 10 years. They just put the, t the track in last year. So a really nice facility down here in Norristown and very accommodating for us here tonight in the booth and gave us quite a lot of space to, uh, to work with here yeah. tonight. So one thing worth mentioning is Boyertown Girls Volleyball wins the Pac-10 last night in a tough, tough matchup there at um, Perk Valley. So great job for the girls, Boretown Boys Soccer, in a tough, 
two overtime loss last night as our kicker, Zach Foskey, and our punter, Colin Eiserhart, are on that team. They play a hard-fought overtime game and not able to come out on top as Methacton takes the pack for boys basketball for the first time ever in school history. And uh, it, it came all the way down to penalty kicks in 7-7 and 7-6. So Boyertown, you know, able to compete very well in all their sports right now. And we're right here waiting for this one to get started again as Boyertown is looking to get ready to come back on the field. And i got to imagine Coach Miller is on top of it. Boyertown's field hockey will play O&J Roberts in the first round of districts starting on the 25th. Is that at 7 o'clock at Potsgrove. So, field hockey still in it for districts. Of course, pack play, district play, much different. Um, so, getting some updates here in the box as we get ready to wait to kick this one back off and see what Boardtown comes back out. I got I got to wonder if maybe you change – do you change quarterbacks or you just put Ryder back in there and offensively? Because you saw a spark when he was on the field, and that's something we need more of here offensively for the Bears. No Jason Oaks tonight. Number eight corner is always usually on top of things speed-wise and on the running game for the Boyertown. Usually in late in the game, late third quarter, fourth quarter, we'll start seeing some of Jason Oak's speed. Haven't gotten any history on uh, his injury and to what extent. Hopefully we see him next week for the last game of the season. Yeah, and, like and again, an aspiring sophomore that's coming up playing really well, and this is quite a class we I mean, have do you, do, you do you chance it at this point? Being yeah, I don't know. Being a sophomore – you know, with a leg injury in your position, you know, do you chance coming back? I mean, at, at some point as a coach, you got to kind of talk him down. Well, you're talking about Brandon Shane, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Shane having – but he's a senior, so that's the problem. That, yeah. You know, and as a senior, he probably wants to come back and fight. And I had this conversation today with another gentleman and just basically, you know, these guys that are seniors out here, this might be the last season that they play ball. I mean, if they – some of them might go off and play D3, D2 ball. Um, there are some definite standouts for sure. But, you know, do you see them, you know, come back and try to finish out the season? Because I remember my last game, and that was pretty much the last time I really stepped field in a competitive play where, you know, and your future goes on if you keep playing the game, not semi-pro or anything else where you're playing for yourself. So, so let's just talk really quick about how many people on this team touch the ball. And as the seasons progress, we've said we keep calling out new shirts. We keep calling yeah. out new jerseys. And just looking at some of the stats here, just return stats, okay, just kickoff return stats. We always, we've seen a lot of Kate Sennett, a lot of Jason Oaks. So they're leading. So, you know, Jason Oaks comes in tonight not playing, but he has 117 yards returning this year. Kate Sennett's at 285 yards returning this season. So on 16 receptions, um, but also, you know, you got to look at Leo Egby has had a touch at, you know, returning the ball. Roman Marinello, who's been returning tonight, he's got 88 yards coming into this game, not accounting for tonight. Yeah. Brandon Shane has had three times that he's touched the ball. Anthony Genovese is a senior you don't – or a sophomore you don't hear much about. He'll be coming up through the ranks here in the next two years as well. Gio Dario has been on some kick returns. He's got two, two returns for 11 yards. And Hayden Sazenko has also touched the ball for the Bears um, and picked it up. So a lot of different hands touching the ball here for Boyertown uh, throughout, the, throughout the season. And we've commented on this before about how many times we see different guys touching the ball, how many different personnel changes you see. And it's great that, you know, you have that versatility uh, in your backfield. Now, you lose your seniors next year. You lose four of your big seniors right off the bat. You're losing Egby. You're losing Roman Marinello. You still have his brother. You're losing... 
Brandon Shane, Luke Ordway. Luke Ordway is chasing. Don't forget about the lineman. Yeah, chasing the sack record. So you're you're looking at you know you got Kyle Pry not to be you know not mentioned. I mean offensive player of the week every single yeah. week just about. Uh, really tearing it up out there. So you know you lose these guys, but you do have a good filling coming in. Uh, as your sophomore class, you have a, your junior class not quite as big, but your sophomore class really stepping up, and you're going to have a heck of a freshman class coming in uh, next year as well, coming up from the middle school programs. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how we progress. I mean, this team has been very, very, very exciting to watch at times, and I, I just hope we keep it up. I think with the youth of our team, I think it's going to be really, really good. So Border Town's taking the field again as we're going to get ready to get this one kicked back off again. Let's take a quick break here before we get back to it. Kick off Border Town. We'll receive the second half kickoff. They're up 21-14. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council 21-14 here as we get ready to kick this one off. Norristown has just ran back on the field. They come back on in spirit with their flag, getting ready to try to get back into this one. Let's lift this window back up and get back to game action here. Boyertown's in their traditional circle after halftime, Rick. So they're all circled up, stretching it out. Leo Egby out there, Roman Marinello, Luke Ordway leading the way. Bears better get fired up here as we got a beautiful nighttime sky down here in Norristown, Pennsylvania. Tell you what, Norristown looks fired up. Well, you know what? You rallied in the second quarter and you got to get something going. Boyertown looking a little bit flat, but we've been doing Boyertown to basically come back in this and get this one going in, in, in these types of situations. We got a nail biter here tonight, Eric. I mean, I almost get the yeah. feeling like we're back here at Pottsgrove and. Don't say that. I, no, not that I want to go to <laughs> overtime, but it's... We're a little far away from home for that one, Rick. Yeah, we are. But um, you know what? Hey, it wins a win. Whatever you got to do, we'll be here announcing it. So, some stats here, just looking at over things. You got 12 penalties in the first half. Norristown's got four. They got one unsportsmanlike, two false starts, a neutral zone infraction. Nothing awful, nothing crazy egregious, although, you know, could go both ways. Boyertown... He's got eight penalties. I mean, one pass interference, which I, I don't yeah. want to go back into, but was yeah. very, very suspect. Um, and they have three sportsman, unsportsman likes that basically cost them 45 yards. Two false starts, and they got called on a, a horse collar, which that wasn't a horse collar. <laughs> again, I'm not so sure of. So Norristown getting fired up here. Bordertown's ready to get this one going offensively and get back. You know, it got to get some points on the board quick here, Eric. We, we we saw them the entire first quarter. They didn't punt even one time, and you know, in the second quarter, on their heels. Yeah. So quick update: 49 to six, Exeter over Reading. They haven't scored since the first half. I'm assuming that they're saving their starters for the postseason. I mean, at that time, you you basically got, you got it. a running clock. So 
I mean, with you, you having a big shot of going, I mean, you're in the postseason, basically. They're in. You know, yeah. so why, why waste your players? They'll move into districts, so 49-6, Exeter over the Reading with five minutes left in the third, and they have a running clock up there. Norristown comes sideline. Bordertown will take the field. Roman Marinello will go back deep to receive. Ryder Garrison on the receiving team tonight. And Hayden Zizenko is starting tonight in special teams. Again, a new name that we don't always hear uh, on the Bordertown side, but another sophomore that's starting to step into the rotation here is Hayden Zizenko, uh, number 15 for Bordertown. Has Ryder been? Ryder hasn't been there all night, no, has he? No, he hasn't. And again, I, I'm got, I got to wonder, like, do you go, you went in the locker room and said, Look, enough. This is what we're doing. Move this guy here. Move this here. It's kind of like a remember the Titans thing where, Yeah. I you mean, know. the other thing, too, is they've been squib kicking all night for the twice they've done it. But do you come out second half? You're already fired up. You already got the kind of the momentum going. Do you onside kick it? I I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised to see anything tonight. And it looks Eric. like Boyertown is planning for it. They got a hands team on the field. I know, but look how they're playing the yep. middle. Like Nick Panarello. You got to watch this outside. Like I'm sorry, but you still got to. I don't know. They got a plan here. Nick Panarello and Gavin Chamberlain now oh, they'll okay. split outside. So they're they're staying in short, looking to see what they're going to do. Anthony Famulero up in the front. Luke Gordway. Marinello back at the 10-yard line looking to receive. It's another squib kick. They're going to keep this on the ground. Picked oh. up by Ryder Garris at the 28-yard line. He'll take on one, two, three. He does not want to ever no. go down easy, and he will drive to the 36-yard line, and that's where Panarello will start this one off. Everybody, I think, they, they look at his size and be like, ah, we'll just kick it to him and we'll smash him. He's a tough runner. I've watched size. him, again, I've mentioned this before, but I you know, I had the opportunity to coach him back in second grade, and a tough kid even then, you yeah. know. So he's able to push out there and move it up. He gets three yards on it, but he's not going down easy, and, and i got to feel like he just starts – a little bit of excitement. So Panarello will start in the gun. Marinello to the left. Egby in the backfield. Panarello, he's going to be in the option. He'll keep it and maybe make it back to the line of scrimmage. So no gain on the play for Boyertown. We got this one going here. And Panarello will get the call from Coach Miller. Clock run, 11.30 to play. Looks like we got some extracurriculars happening yeah. in the stands here at Norristown. Yeah. A lot of people, it looks like. <laughs> so, a fight here at Norristown. <laughs> Panarello handed off up the left side. Egby will take it for about three more on a quick gain off tackle. So, let's get Egby involved here a little bit. Uh, and you got to help, uh, he can break through for that line, yeah. get to that second level, take off past the linebackers. Norristown playing a little bit tight in the box. Norristown with some personnel changes. Cole Marinello will bring him up to the line. Panarello under center. Egby in the eye. He'll check in. Gio D'Addario split right. Quick pitch out to Marinello left side. He'll take the short side of the field and gain about three or four yeah. more. So keeping the ball moving here, I got to wonder, are we grinding? Are we trying to yeah. break free? 
All I know is Ryder Garrish just lit up the defensive cornerback on the sidelines over there as a with a block. Not afraid to hit. I no. mean, he leaves, oh. it, leaves it in the ambulance a few weeks ago playing O&J at home, yeah. and now just comes we, back. We said like, before, our, our, our wide receiver, I mean, everybody on the team is blocking. I mean, you've seen our quarterback, you know, our quarterback's even blocking. Well, when you have a quarterback that's the size of Anthony Panarano, yeah. I don't want to take him on either. We saw that last week again with Ethan Kohler from Perk Valley. He's 200 pounds taking on, you know, a, a linebacker like he's nothing. Yep. So 9.56 to play in the third. Boyertown's still up 21-14. They're driving on their own 44-yard line. Panarello, it's a fourth and two. Offsides on Norristown. Looks like we got an offsides. I got to hope that refs make the right call here. Yeah. It looks like Norristown's kind of jamming the middle. It's like they're – All right, offsides here in Norristown. So that'll it's be like a first they're, down they're, for yeah, the they're, they're playing in blitz. They're coming every time, Rick. Well, they're trying to put pressure on, and then when you do that, you know, you got to think Coach Miller's going to say, all right, you're going to put pressure on me, then I'm just going to start running my speed offense, throw it out, you know, pitch it out to Marinello. So that'll be a first down for the Bears. Yeah, they're cramming in the middle of the uh, Stacking the box hard. So Panarello, he's going to give the Egby yeah, up the middle. Him. Keep him honest. Egby's going to keep driving. He'll gain about five on the play. And, you know, they stack the box. I mean, that box yeah. is full. Yeah, you got Linebackers, all the gaps covered. Every gap is – they're shooting every gap, and Egby just says, I'll take it for five. Yeah. You can't stop him. So that last first down is brought to you by Penn State Health, St. Joseph's pri Primary Care, Urgent Care, Emergency Care, On-Demand Care, the best care anywhere at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Panarell under center, handoff to Egby, up off tackle. He'll gain about two more on the play. That'll bring up a third down, third and short. As Boyertown's crossing midfield now. I will say the offense that we're running tonight, I mean, it is kind of like a mix of the old and the new, but we're – we haven't had a, like, in some of the games this season, even some of the games that we were in, we had third and long, second and really long. So the midline oh, option boy. is basically what we're seeing here tonight. And Panarello will go under center again. Egby and Marinello in the eye. Giordario split right. Ryder Garris split left. Looks like we're going to have another offsides call on Norristown. Coach Miller calling in for the hard count. Try to get Norristown on their heels. I mean, they start making mistakes, and then uh, that's what we need. That's how we, you know, we go up 21 in the first. So offsides again on Norristown, and that'll be enough to move the chains. Boyertown will keep moving. Got first downs on two penalties, two offsides on. But we, we, yeah, but you know, Eric, Eric, we gave them. Yeah, we gave it to them in the, yeah. in the second quarter. Now you're trying to get it back. So first down. So it'll be first and ten from the Norristown 39-yard line. Boyertown trying to keep this one moving, eating the clock away. Panarello under center, Egby in the eye. Handoff to Egby, up off the guard. Nope, he'll keep it, and he fumbles the ball. And Norristown will recover at their own 34-yard line. So Panarello faking that handoff, putting it in, taking it back out, and somewhere along the lines loses the ball. Yeah, and a turnover that we just absolutely we haven't had very many fumbles this season either. So turnover here, and Norristown will try to get something going. I can see it's getting a little aggressive. 8:05 left to play in the third. Boardtown hanging on to a seven-point lead, 21-14. Chris Carter will come back in at quarterback. Looks like. John Denolfi, the backup quarterback, had a little issue there and was getting taped up, but he's back in. Far side receiver, 230. 
Arthur Julian, Julian Arthur on the sweep coming around the outside. He'll be met hard, Luke Ordway, and no gain on the play. So looked like an aggressive play, but yeah, the board talent, you know, the line and the backers shift down and make the stop as Arthur goes nowhere. So again, I, I just can't get over. We talked about it earlier, Eric, but this uh, John Denolify his you know his size 230 pounds 62 playing wide receiver out there you don't want to take him on the outside especially Cade Sennett out there at 5'9 510 I think they should flag that because I think all the offensive players have to go in the huddle and he never went in the huddle Carter under center single setback motion Julian Arthur quick pitch almost fumbled some blocking of Kyle Pry on the chase. Ryder Garris, they'll let him loose. Norristown down the sideline. Arthur finally brought down at the 18 yard line by Gio Daddario. Caught, number, definitely was, caught Bortown on the heels. number 40 that tackled him. Saw 17 there, Gio Daddario in there. So 40, that's Gavin Chamberlain. Yeah, but I mean, think about it, Jack, Gavin getting down the field. <laughs> So a lot of spinning and turning and twisting yeah. through these guys off their heels. Ryder Garris trying to get a beat on him. He actually trips over himself and can't get to him. And now Norristown capitalizing on the turnover. They're down first and 10 inside the Boyertown 20. 6.45 to play in the third. Carter under center. He'll hand off up the middle, but he's met hard by Gavin Chamberlain. Absolutely no game, maybe even loss of one. No, they're going to give him no game. So second and ten for the Eagles with 6.25 left to play in the third. Boretown still hanging on to this seven-point lead. Looks like we're going to have a barn burner here. Carter will bring him up to the line. He's got two receivers split right, one left. Jillian Arthur, far left. Two receivers in the backfield. He's in the gun. Hook call for the ball. Handoff, up tackle, off tackle. He'll drive, but brought down by a host of Boyertown defenders as Roman Marinello comes in late to seal the deal. And that'll bring up about a third and nine for the Eagles here. I will say one thing that it, that's a little different from this refing crew than other crews is when the running back gets stopped in, in a group, they blow the whistle really quick to make sure nobody gets hurt. Yeah, we've seen some weeks where they just don't want to call it at all, ever. You know, basically just, you know, letting them try to keep playing. Yeah. And there's a judgment call there. I mean, do you try to let them play and maybe somebody gets hurt? Or, you know, do you call it and save it and make sure somebody, you know, is, is that no injuries on the field? And there's been quite a few yeah. injuries. So Norristown's going to take a timeout with 5.19 left to play in the third. Boyertown hanging on to a seven-point lead, 21-14. You're listening to the Bear Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. 
A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Carter out of the gun. He's back to pass. He's looking down deep in the end zone, and it is caught for a touchdown. Brought down by Gio D'Addario, but not in time. Narstown looking to tie this one up. Looks like I'm far side there. I'm trying to see who caught the uh, touchdown there. Big guy, the big guy, number seven. So number seven, John Denolfi on the touchdown for Norristown. Brett Murphy will come in to catch the extra point to try and tie this one up with 4.53 left to play in the third. Gotta get something moving here on offense in the next series. This is not what Bordertown was looking at coming out of the half, so. That was blocked. And that's a blocked extra point, Beautiful so block. Boyertown will remain on top by one point. With a leg like Foskey, that's what you need. Uh, yeah, you do. Case, so you know, Foskey's got the leg. Take a quick break here. Bears are up 21-20, 4.53 left to play in the third. You're listening to Bears Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Norristown kicks it off. Ryder Garris takes it at the 30, brought up to about the 40-yard line, and that's where they'll give him forward progress as he's driven back a few yards. Garris playing aggressive again tonight. Yeah. They seem to be kicking right to him. Yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking. You know, but, I mean, you don't know. So, Boyertown going to start their bid here at about the 40-yard line with 4.45 to play in the third quarter here. What's the key to get going here, Eric? Just got to move the ball at this point. I mean, you got four minutes left in the third. You got to just make smart, no penalties, smart plays, hold the ball, and just kind of eat up some clock at this point. You still need to score, but I would say eat up the points. Panarello comes clock. out under center, pitch out to Roman Marinello. He'll be brought down hard in the backfield, so a lot of east-west there, not enough north-south as he's brought down hard in the backfield for about a one-yard loss. That'll that's, bring up a second that's, 11. That's a normal first down play. <laughs> it's, 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 I, I hate to say it, but it's that one play that we constantly, you know, one or three, two, three plays that we constantly run. Narstown as an injured player. So another player down Number on the 54. field right now. So Martise Williams is the injured eagle out there, and Boretown will get a minute to think about this and talk about it. I mean, you don't want to see any injuries, but maybe they need to slow this down a little bit and take a look yeah. at what's working. you got the coaches above us on the roof here trying I mean, to see what they one see thing from that our I vantage point. We haven't seen much of from Boretown, but when they do it, they're really good at it. It's kind of like a hurry-up, quick offense, get on the ball, get get to play. Keep. I think with Norristown, I think keeping them off balance is the key. When the Norristown has a chance to sit in their defense and see what you're doing, they've been stopping you. But when we came out of the game and we were running wild, it, it, it was it was doing a lot better. 4.27 left to play in the third quarter. This game is really, I mean, 
it's grinding here as we're already after the nine o'clock hour and usually we're almost on our way out of here Eric so this one grinding away bears up by one point twenty one twenty we got a barn burner here down in Norristown Panarello's in the gun the Dario split right Gary split left he'll pitch it out to Egby Egby's gonna take the outside but he's met by four five six Norristown Eagles Looked like a good pitch coming on the outside. The blocks don't hold, yeah. and he might gain two on the play, so that'll bring up a third and long for the Bears. Panarello gets the call. Chamberlain does a nice job there in a tight end blocking. He does. You know, and it's not enough to hold there. <clears throat> so Luke Ordway will split left, far wide left, and Dario will step off. Panarello under center. Now we got a flag. They're going to call too many men on the field. They're going to say he didn't get off before Panarello went under center. And he did. This is ridiculous. So, 347 left to play in the third. This is a... I, 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 I got no be, words, I Rick. knew it's it could be a tough game tonight, but I, 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 I'm struggling. For words here, Eric, as this one just doesn't seem to be uh, three, adding up. Three penalties that should not have been penalties. So Panarello under center. We got a third and 13 for the Bears in their own territories. Blitz is coming. He's looking to pass across his body, and it is dropped by Leo Egby. Good a little bit behind Egby. So, I mean, he's trying to roll out yeah. to the left, throw across his body. Yeah. Egby in the flat, and Egby not able to hold on to it, so a little behind him. That'll bring up a fourth down for the Bears. They're going to have to punt this one away with 3:24 left to play in the third, up I mean, by one. If he if he punts it like he did la did last time, we could have put them in deep territory. I feel like he can't do any right out here though, because every time we turn around, there's a penalty coming and yeah, the flags are flying. True. So it, it's defeating as a you know you're talking about high school players. Or so Coltrane just grabs it and runs for the first down. Little wildcat <laughs> action there. So Eisenhart back to punt. He gets it there away. It it's a good kick. It's going to roll all the way down, but Get it's him. picked oh. up at the 19. No. And brought down up at the 45-yard line, a hard block in the back and no call whatsoever. Back down at the 25-yard line. So, uh, tough one here tonight. Not, you know. I'm almost speechless at this point, Eric. I really am. Yeah, I, I don't know, Rick. Try to. I'm trying to bring this to you guys here at home, but it's it's unbelievable. And we have to watch our words because we do have the windows, <laughs> and there's, there's, there's Norristown fans yeah. right in front of us. So Norristown will bring them up to the line. Chris Carter in the gun. Two receivers split right. you got to let the kids play at this point. I mean, let them have a good time. Keep them safe, but let them High win snap. lose the game. Carter's going to take it off on the right side. He'll run up to... About the 50-yard line and be brought down just across the 50-yard line in the Bears territory on the 49. So about a six-yard gain on the play for Norristown. 2.55 left to play in the third. Boardtown hanging on to a one-point lead on a block PAT. So a second and four for Norristown. Both teams still have all the remaining timeouts, and I got to think with a 21-20 ball game, you're hanging on to them for two. Oh, life. absolutely. Unless some, unless somebody comes out in a weird offense or, and and they gotta use it, I I think like you said they're gonna keep them. 
So second and four for the Eagles, two split left, Carter in the gun. He'll call for the ball. Handoff right up the middle. He'll get the first down and about four more. So Norristown keeping the ball moving. They're down to about the Boretown 42-yard line, and that'll be a first and ten for the Eagles. So this first down is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. In-Home Oxygen and Penn State Health, St. Joseph's primary care, urgent care, ur emergency care, on-demand care, the best care anywhere on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Both two of our greatest sponsors. We're very thankful to them for this broadcast. So Carter in the gun. Two receivers split left, one right. Single setback, motion from right to left. Quick pass in the backfield. That's a backwards pass. And we got it. Boyertown's Boyertown ball. should recover. Boyertown's ball. That no, should be Boyertown's ball. Come on. That's a backwards pass. They're going to say it hit the ground. That's a. Re I'm not sure how they. Throw the red flag. He threw it three yards in the backfield. Yeah. So we'll see. The refs are talking about it. No, no the, the White Hat has already said it's not Boyertown's ball. But Boyertown just needs to be quiet and not cause a problem with the refs, and that's what's happening. I, I got to tell you, I'm about ready to just jump down. I, I mean, the refs are, like, getting in, walking up into the face of the Boyertown players. I mean, come on. It's like, you remember, remember the Titans where it was like yeah. the fix was on and he said to yep. him, he's like, listen, I'll take every left one of you to the papers. And yeah. this, is, this is insane. 122 to play in the third. Carter out of the gun. Handoff up the right side. He's going to head to the sideline. Luke Ordway and Chase not going to get there in time. He's heading down the sideline, brought down at about the 35-yard line. First down, though. So Julian Arthur on the carry for the Eagles. Not enough for a first down here as they were facing a third and 23. Into the last minute here as the clock ticks away in the third quarter. Boyertown hanging on to a one-point lead, 21 to 20. Block field goal is a saving grace here in the beginning of the third quarter. Narstown trying to fight. So they got a third and four ahead of them here. Trying to get something moving. Carter in the gun. Two receivers left. Arthur in the backfield. Quick handoff. He's brought down hard in the backfield by a host of Boyertown players. And that'll bring up a fourth down for the Eagles. Brought down by Alex Eulis. So... Fourth and six for the Eagles. Looks like they're going to let this one go to the end of the quarter. That'll end three here in Norristown. Boardtown hanging on to a one-point lead, 21-20. Fourth and six when we come back. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. 
visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. 21-20 here back in Norristown. Bears hanging on to a one-point lead. We're getting ready to start the fourth quarter here in – which turned into quite a barn burner here, Eric. Yeah. Frustrating at, not, at best. Not by any means of the teams. It's turned into a barn burner by the officials. I hate to say it. So – We'll get ready to start the fourth, but Exeter, or Nar- I said it again. <laughs> We're just talking about Exeter at the break here. So, Narstown will start this one off fourth and six from the Boyertown. Big stop right here for Boyertown. Boyertown's got to make gotta, a statement. Got to put the foot on the throat and then get their offense back out on the field. So, Marinello, Roman Marinello making some calls out there defensively, talking to his guys. Garris is going to come up on the line here on the f- near side of the field. Carter looks like we're stacking up for an outside blitz. Looks like they're getting ready to put the pressure on. Carter's back to pass. He'll take the hook on it. He'll get loose. He's heading to one-on-one. Ryder Garrett in the third, and Narstown will move the chains. So the Eagles are going to keep the ball moving here. I mean, they, they, they covered well. But you let Chris Carter get loose, and yeah. now you got a first down, and the Exeter Eagles will keep, or Norristown Eagles will keep the ball moving here. I'm, yeah. I keep getting texts about Exeter, and it's it's kind of. Well, tell Jerry fun. to stop. <laughs> tell Jerry to worry about his own game. So Chris Carter in the gun. We know Exeter is going to win. Quick handoff. He'll be brought down quick in the backfield by Cole Marinello and a few others along in tow. Yeah, I tell you, it's really hard to say who ta- makes the tackle for Boyertown. There's always more than one white jersey uh, there. When they, when they try to run up the middle and you get the interior line involved, you got Cole Marinello in there, you got Alex Ulis, you know, you got. Um, That's why at the end of the season for the offensive li- defensive lineman, you always add like six or seven tackles. So it'll be second and ten for the Eagles from the Boyertown 35-yard line. They're trying to get. Ahead of Boretown here, hanging on to Jason Wright in the game out corner. So he's been filling in tonight for Jason Oaks. Carter in the gun, two left on the far side. Motion from right to left. Handoff up around right the end. Number 21, nice tackle down by number hard 28. in the backfield by Luke Ordway. Luke Ordway is just uh, yeah. all over this field this season, and, and he's Him having. Him and Cade Senate. Remember a couple of games yeah. ago where they had yeah. like the guy 20 yards, and he caught him going 20 yards down the field. So, Luke Ordway playing his aggressive end now. That's a spot there at end. Maybe able to break free from the block and have a hard hard takedown in the backfield against Rasheed Triplett Jr. back there. And he was moving in motion, number 21, for Norristown. Julian Arthur will come off the field here, take a break. Quick score update. Upper Marion up 14-7 over Upper Perk at the end of the third. So a big game to watch there for Boyertown as we're trying to figure out who we go to next week. We've got to watch big body number uh, seven over there on Cade. So John Denolfi <laughs> over there, 230. Looks like the blitz is coming. He'll hand off up the middle. Nice oh, stop. Man, is he met hard by the interior defensive line. And Gavin Chamberlain will seal number the deal. Number 54-2. So Kyle Pry and Alex Eulis in on the stop there. So Boretown stuffing them here. Got to come up with a big we gotta stop. We got to stop them before it down though. We well, can stop them before down now. second, third. You got, now you got a fourth and fifteen that they're faced with. Able to put the brakes on here. I mean, this is 
this is this is where it all comes down to it. I mean, you got to force. And it and, all comes down to this. Fourth and, <laughs> fourth and fifteen on the border town thirty-five. You need a turnover on downs or a turnover. Yep. Right now, right now, with eight fifty-one left to play in this game. But you got to watch the pa the big pass. Carter in the gun. Out, still out there. He's back cage. to pass, looking down deep. He's got a man deep, and it is caught. Oh, oh Norristown, and he will jump into the end zone. The Eagles will take the lead. Jaden Jones on the touchdown for Norristown. Fourth and 15, and they let one go deep down the sideline. Uh, that was un uncharacteristic of Ryder Garrison. Ryder Garrison on the coverage yeah, there. You can see him. You can see him walking out there. He knows it. He's going to take that one hard. But hey, put your head up. The game's not over. Eight minutes left. You know, block another extra point. Because here's the thing, Rick. They block an extra point. They're only ahead by. Well, they're up by five at that point, so. One touchdown and you're back in it. So we'll see yeah. what happens here. 8.35. Extra point is up and it is good. So Norristown will take the lead here 26 to 21. 27, sorry, toward 21. Yeah. Six point lead here with 8.35 left to play in the fourth quarter. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. Whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more. 27-21 here. Exeter, Exeter, gosh darn it, Norristown has taken the lead. They'll kick this one oh, off. Oh, no. And it's an onside no. kick with a bad helmet to helmet. Oh, my God. And it went off. Norristown Cole. will recover on it the onside kick. It went off Cole Marinello's foot. He tried to jump over. Did and you it, see how hard it hit his head? Yeah, no. His helmet flew off. So Norristown kicks an onside kick with 8.33 left to play in the game. They're up 27-21, and they recover, and they will take the ball starting out inside Bear territory at the 47-yard line. So I, I, we came out with our foot on the gas in the first quarter, and we haven't seen much of anything since then. No, we, it's like we changed. We we started out with two series of a different offense. It's it's frustrating. So Norristown's got our number right now with 8:33 left to play. Boardtown needs a really big stop here. They got our number at least on fourth down. <laughs> On a fourth and 15, and they score a touchdown. So, Bears will line up. Carter, back to pass, out of the gun. He's passing down the sideline. It's caught again, down at the 28, and brought down by Roman Marinello. We talked about it, Rick. Passing here, the right side over and over. Here, here it is, the big plays. That's what they're going to do. Julian Arthur on the reception for the Eagles, down at the Bears' 28-yard line, and that's a first down for Norristown. This first down is brought to you by Penn State Health. St. Joseph, primary care, urgent care, emergency care, on-demand care, the best care anywhere. On the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Boyertown need to come up with something big here as the clock keeps ticking away. 8.15 left to play in this one. We have to stop in this series. We cannot let them score again. 
Both teams still just, have all the timeouts. Yeah, Carter out of the gun. Picking apart our defense. Two receivers split left, two right. Carter back to throw again. He'll throw on the inside, nearly uh, caught, caught, nearly picked off by Kate Sennett, but nearly yeah. bobbled around and incomplete. Pass was intended for John Delanofi. So second and 10 for the Eagles on the 28-yard line with 7.59 left to play, up by six. Boretown got to have a big stop here and, and come back and answer this. And again, yeah. not, nothing home since the beginning of the second quarter here. I, I just don't understand what happened on that kickoff return. They've been doing that squib kick all night, and we just weren't in the right position. Well, I mean, not even was it was a squib, but, I mean, it's almost, it's an onside. Yeah, I mean, point, he hit, so. it hit our guy in the leg. Not expecting it, same as they weren't expecting it from us in the first quarter. So Carter will hand this one off up the left side. They'll gain about three. Not quite enough for a first down. Anthony Panarello with the initial hit. 7.42 to play as the clock ticks away here. Come Bring on, up a Third and five for the Eagles as they're driving into Boretown territory down at the 22-yard line. Big number 74. Looks like he's gimping out there a little bit. Hopefully he's okay. So Alex Eulis. As Carter will bring him to the line. Looks like he'll stay in the game and the gun. He's got his foot on the gas here. Yeah, they're not stopping unless we stop them. Gio D'Addario on the coverage. He'll run right straight up the middle. Ryder Garris will try to bring him down, but Norristown will move inside the 10-yard line as they're that was a really That was a very well set up draw play. You pass a couple big passes, you draw it up the middle. So some lack of discipline here from Norristown in the beginning of this game, trying to get a beat on it, and uh, you know, I team teams like this, Rick. It's, it goes back to that. Yeah, if you let them stick around and you give them momentum, they're going to take advantage of the momentum. Well, you talk about the bad calls, but even get away from that. I mean, you're not stopping. No, right we're now. not. Nope. So you're not able to stop them right now, and you got to be able to put the brakes on them here. So. Watch the far side of the field here, Gio D'Addario in the coverage. He's up on his receiver. Carter, he'll go to the left side. He'll keep it, but he'll be brought down at about the line of scrimmage for no gain. So he'll be second and goal for Norristown with 6.14 left to play, and the clock will tick away. Norristown's knocking on the door again here. Boretown, yeah, they're just they're letting over. the clock run down. Carter will come all the way to the sideline for the call. They got their fans into it now. Well, you know, when you're 0-8 and you got a chance to for a big win here at the end of the season in a game like this, you got to imagine they're fired up here. Oh, down yeah. Here. This is blue country. So 5.54 left to play. 27-21, Norristown, second and goal. Carter in the gun. One receiver split far right to Dario on the coverage. Carter, he'll hand off up the middle. About a two-yard gain on the play. So bring up a third and goal from... That was a strong run by number five. Yeah. So Jamal Griffin, we, you, you, historically in weeks past, Norristown has used quite a bit more, but not, not too much tonight. Yeah. Staying with the quarterback. And again, I told you, you know, they didn't do it much in the first quarter, but as the game progressed, we're going aerial here and able to bring those big catches in against the young secondary of Boyertown. 
Carter will bring him up. He'll stay in the gun. Same set here. I got to think they're going back to number five. And it looks like we got a timeout by Narstown. So Narstown will use their first timeout with 4.42 left to play. They're chewing the clock away here. That's all they're on doing. On a six-point lead. A little shocked here. I kind of thought that we might hold on to it. So, so we'll take a quick break as they take a timeout. 4.42 left to play in this one. 27-21 Eagles. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills set. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. 27-21 Eagles as they are knocking on the door down at about the seven yard line. Third and, sorry, six yard line and it is third and goal for Norristown. 442 I'm, left to play. I'm speechless, Rick. I, 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 I didn't expect this even a little bit, so. But you know, any given Friday night. Yeah, anything can happen. Gotten a little it's, flat you know, here tonight. Who wants it more? So Carter will have a conversation in the backfield. He's out of the gun. Two receivers right, two in the backfield. It looks like looks we like got an offsides on, on Norristown. That would be big right now. So third down, and it was third and goal from the six. Now we'll have third and goal from the 11. Out of way, ref. Way to call it one for us for a change. So, <laughs> no filter. So here we oh, are. I've had to have a filter. <laughs> I understand. So third and eleven from third and eleven. So third and goal from the eleven for the Eagles. Four forty-two left to play. Twenty-seven, twenty-one. Norristown. Chris Carter will come back on the field. Get the call directly from the sideline. Need a big stop here. Ryder Garris back at free safety. I we know he's a huge stop the next two plays. Yeah, so something big needs to happen right here. We let Norristown get back in this like one Pots in the second Grove. quarter. Yeah, yeah, it needs to be something in that regard. So Carter out of the gun. He's back to pass. He's going to look down that far side of the line. Gio Dario in coverage. And oh, you got they call pass interference in the end zone. Dario <laughs> trying to bring his How head much back did around. That cost you. Dario trying to bring his head back around, and they call pass interference on him. So, I. So that'll bring him another third and goal, and another chance for Norristown to punch one in here with 4:37 left in this contest. I. If this were at Boyertown, I just, you know. So 4.37 left to play, 27-21, Eagles. And they'll get a automatic first down on that? I don't quite understand. I don't think that they have the board right. So they're going to give them a first and six. 
excuse me. Okay, third and six, correct, because they don't get a first down on pass interference in high school. So, oh, a hard tackle in the backfield by Luke Ordway. Quick handoff up the middle, but he'll go nowhere, and that'll be about a three-yard loss. So Luke Ordway comes up big, and it'll force Norristown to a fourth down. Some guys looking to the sideline saying, hey, do you want to kick this one, or do you want to try and go they for it? They don't got Foskey. So fourth and goal from the six. Oh, this is a huge stop. Fourth, I'm sorry, fourth and goal from the 12. Luke Ordway on the big stop there. So fourth and goal from the 12. Three fifty-three left to play. The clock's ticking away. Carter in the gun. He's back to pass. He's going to look down the same side on the end zone there, touchdown. and it is caught for a touchdown over Roman Marinello. And Norristown may have just sealed this game. So number one, Julian Arthur on another score yet again for the Eagles tonight, and Boyertown just does not have an answer basically since the beginning of the second quarter here, Eric. No, and, and Norristown took so much time off the clock that half. I mean, this ha this quarter. I mean, there's three minutes and 40 seconds left. Boyertown is going to have to, they're going to have to put their foot on the gas or do something or change something or whatever they're doing since the second quarter, it hasn't been working. So the extra point is up. Oh, almost blocked. And it oh, is it's off. Yeah. The extra point hits the uprights and is no good. No so 33-21, Norristown has taken the lead. 340 left to play in the game. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. 33-21, the Eagles have taken the lead here with 3.40 left to play. And Norristown fans are fired up here tonight. They're looking at getting their first win of the season as they came into this one 0-8. Boyertown, unless able to make something drastic happen here, will fall to 3-5 and, and not be able to hit that 500 mark. Marinello is back down at the 6 to receive. It's going to be a deep kick this time. They'll get away from the squib. Marinello is going to let it roll. He'll take it at about the 1-yard line. He'll there try to get go. loose. He's yeah. getting loose. He's yeah. loose, he's up to the 40, yeah. he's up to the 40, Woo. he's across midfield, yeah, down it. at the 40, and take it down at the 30-yard line of Norristown. Roman Marinello getting loose, 327 left to play in this one, and Marinello will get loose across midfield and get Bears That's what we deep needed, baby. into the Eagle territory. So we needed a little spark here, yeah, 327, and, and we know we can get the extra the, the onside kick. I guess so maybe that's why they haven't been keeping deep, kicking deep the whole night. They should have kept doing the squib like they were. Ooh. I've seen the miracle in the Meadowlands twice. I know. I'm Am I going to see the I'm miracle in the Yeah, there I know. The flag that they paid for. Well, it. they're up by, you know, 12 points at this point. So, yeah. in any event, 
looking at hopefully the, uh, the uh, Miracle on, and Norristown. They're not ready. Get on the ball. Snap it. Marinello and Ordway both Norristown split right. Norristown doesn't know what's going on. Snap the ball. Panarello, he's going to be back to pass. Looking deep. And flag. where's the pass interference? Where's the flag on that one, ref? And pass intended for Roman Marinello across the middle is right. no good. So... Panarello get the call from Coach Miller. We'll try something new here. Second and 10, 322 left to play. We got a barn burner here. Not anything can happen with this team. So Panarello get the call. I say you go back to the pitch it to Roman and let Roman bomb it. We'll say Roman or Garris is not in the game right now. So we'll say Egby in the backfield. Oh yeah, right. Panarello in the gun. Two split right. He's back to throw again. And incomplete to Ryder Garris. And Ryder Garris came out the far side there. So that'll bring up a third and ten as the Bears are trying to go aerial here, down 12 points with 3:19 left. This to time play. of the game, you, you gotta. Yeah, I know. You, you, you gotta stop the clock when you can. Don't you disagree. Pass. I don't want. I wonder if maybe you go back to the the uh, Ryder Garris pitch and throw, you know, and, yeah, and see what comes about. out of that. Is you know, Norristown is back on their heels. They're not Double stacking the box. Reverse pass. Statue of Liberty, right? Yeah. Uh, the annexation of, of Puerto Rico. Yeah. But at 3:19 left here, with <clears throat> the Eagles up 33-21, Panarello looking like the same set here in the gun. Ryder Garris in the slot. Panarello's back to throw. He's looking for Chamberlain down the middle, and that is going to be broken up in the end zone and bring up a fourth down for the Bears. Gavin Chamberlain, the intended receiver there, coming out of the tight end spot. You're going for it on this. Yeah, you got it. This is four down situation here. So, looks like Coach Miller is going to call a timeout with 3:13 left to play. And Eric, I, what do you see here? Fourth and fourth and ten. 3:13. You're down 12. What do we? What do we? I mean, doubles see. on both sides. Yeah. Let it fly. Send them the send them away. I, I mean, don't, what what do you got to lose? You throw it deep like that when they intercept it, it's like a punt. I gotta feel like maybe you give the ball to Garrison, let him launch one down. I, I think. Or do you just let? Foskey kick it. <laughs> I mean, I know Garris, Garris has the arm to get that ball probably down. I mean, Panarello just showed his arm strength. He yeah. gets it down there. But yep. it, it's, a, it's a timing thing here. Um, and I wonder if you don't throw something in different. So Garris will come back on the field. Panarello after a quick 30-second timeout. Leo Egby. The boys down 12 points. 33-21 with 3.13 left to play. Boyertown, two timeouts left. We got a fourth and 10. This is do or die right here. Panarello is back to pass again. Cross. First down, first down, yeah! First caught by yeah! Luke Ordway. Ordway's heading to the end zone and he'll be brought down at about the six yard line. So big man, Luke Ordway, big reception with 3.04 left to play. Ordway says throw it to me, I'm 6'2". Yeah. Let me go up and get yeah, it. Yes sir. So hurry up offense, Panarello will come up under center, Egby in the backfield, Garris split left. And the refs are like... And will spike the ball. So Boyertown... The refs, the whistle blew though. Not sure I what... I think it was all sides on the defense. ...transpired there. So 3-0-3 left to play. <clears throat> They're calling... I'm not sure they're having a conference out here, and yeah, I, I don't know what just happened because it was the first down. So he spiked it. I yeah. we know how you slice it. It's a second and ten right now. 
So Panarello under center, Egby in the backfield. Luke Orway split far, far left. It's a reverse around the end. Roman Marinello is brought down for no gain, and he is not happy. No. So that'll bring up a third down for the Bears here, a third and goal. So Boretown will take their second timeout. They'll have one timeout left here, 2.50 left to play. They have a third and goal here, Eric. I mean, the it, it the passes are working. Yeah. When you get it across the middle and you get in coverage, the deep ball is not working. I mean, to be honest with you, I think right now what you do is you give it to Leo up the middle. You're close enough now. You're within. It's third and goal. You know, and and, and you gotta be able to punch this one in, or it's just, it's not gonna happen. You're on I mean, the six. You got, you got eight yards. It's literally eight yards. One, two. Three. <laughs> Are you counting? Is this Sesame Street? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think at this point, third, third, say third and ten like they have on the scoreboard. You give it to Leo, get it in closer. This is this is now or never. I mean, you got to get something done here. You got 250. They get the clock down to 250. I, I'm, I'm not sure. There seems to be some miscommunication here between the clock operator, the referees. Yeah, What's going on in the field, yeah. Eric? I mean, and I'm struggling. The, obviously, the refs are all messed up. I am struggling with this one here. So, 2.50 left to play. Panarello is in the gun. Exit like, to the left. Yeah. Roman Marinello to the right. Garris split far left. He's back to pass. He's looking for Ordway deep in the corner of the end zone. Touchdown! It's caught for a touchdown. Yeah! Did they signal? They did. Touchdown, touchdown number 28, Luke nice Ordway. Play. So 2.44 left to play, and Ordway will catch a crucial, crucial touchdown here for the Bears, and you got to know an onside kick's on its way. As Foskey will get ready to kick this one. Manarello ready to kick, or ready to hold, rather. Foskey steps it off. Norristown will rush. Snap, the kick, it's, it's up, up and good. it's through. So Foskey remains perfect. So with 2.41 left to play this one, the Bears are within 5, 33, 28. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. I was doing just fine before I met you. I drink too much and that's an issue, but I'm okay. okay. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. 28, Boretown. Is that so? 33-28. Norristown still up. Boardtown. They're, they're fighting. Playing, they're playing the onside kick. Yeah, they're fighting back on this one. Uh, <laughs> they're huddled up here in the middle of the field. You got to know an onside kick's coming here, one way or another. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. This is an interesting pattern they got here, but Norristown will take the kick. Yeah, nice coverage. Covered and brought down at the 35-yard line. So he tried the onside a formation I've never seen before. They didn't even Gavin, line. Gavin Chamber. They don't even line up. They yeah. just basically come out of a huddle and kick yeah. it. I've not seen Boretown do that all season yet. And interesting set there. So, so this can be a. Oh, I'm on the edge of my seat here. Left. 
So 238. No penalties. This is a down. You can't afford penalties. No, none at all. And they've haven't seen too many just yet. So 238 left to play. 33-28 Norristown. Carter out of the gun. Carter calling for the ball. Handoff up the right side. Luke Ordway, Gavin Chamberlain in chase. They'll push him out of bounds. He's only going to gain about two on that. 233 left to play. Second down. 33-28, Norristown. Second and eight for the Eagles here. Ordway is fired up. He's on the short side of the field. We're going to see something different here from Norristown, too. They're changing some personnel as Julian yeah. Arthur just comes back on the field. I He's going to split far left. Go for something big, Rick. I'm looking for the pass right here, Eric, yeah. honestly. you got a second and an eight, and you got to think they're going to come out throwing the ball. They've been successful thus far in this game against the secondary. Gio D'Addario up against Julian Arthur on the far side of the field. I think you're going to put 21 in motion and then pass it. Nope, he's going to keep off tackle, and he's going to be met right at the line of scrimmage pretty much by Roman Marinello, who is tight up there at strong safety. Alex Eulis in on the stop. Nicholas Panarello. Big stop right here. So third and call it seven. Did he gain a, did he gain a yard on that? I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, the chain crew doesn't match the scoreboard. Now so third and five. five, so now they're <laughs> going to give him three yards on that carry. It looked like he basically made it back to the yard of the line of scrimmage, but two minutes left, and the clock is ticking away. They're trying to grind this one away. I mean, you don't throw it if you're trying to grind a clock and run it no, down. No, Boardtown's still got a timeout, so we can stop the clock. <clears> so third and five, anything's possible. Boardtown's switching here? some things up here. Marinello's going to come up on the line, and he handoff quick up the middle, and he'll be stuffed. Where's the whistle, ref? Refs will blow the whistle and stop this Hopefully. one. <laughs> Maybe they may. And it looks like I think Coach Miller is going to take his last time out Absolutely. here. Absolutely. He's got to. So it's a fourth and five for Norristown, and we'll see what they decide to do. They're still on their own 45-yard line with 137 left to play, up 33-28. Well, we are in... We're not in miracle stage, but we're in. We need something to happen right now. Yeah, fourth and two. So or actually, fourth and one and a half. <laughs> so call it fourth and two on the board. One thirty-seven left to play. Thirty-three twenty-eight. Narstown is up. This is this this is it right here. I mean, you just burned your last time out. You don't stop them here. The clock's going to wind down. And that's going to be the end of this one. And Narstown will walk away with their first win of the season. Boyertown. Currently standing at three and four, needed to basically get back, or three and five rather, needed to get back in this one to try to gain uh, clout up to the 500 mark and try to get into that Eastern Conference championship game. We'll see who our opponent is next week. I have not gotten word yet, but again, it'll be dictated by basically how this one ends up. And if you're listening, Tune in right now. We got a fourth and two with 137 left to play. This is it right here. Norristown's having a long conference here. Yeah, I mean, if they get a first down, you might as well just put a fork in it. So, but honestly, I think if they would say they would get a first down, I don't think Norristown's going to take their foot off the gas. No, 
you know, excitement there. So here we and go. They have their crowd into it. Carter in the gun. Slot left, far left. Now he's under center. Looking for the sneak. They'll stack the box. I don't know if he's going to get no, it. he didn't get that. There's no way he got that. Oh, you're kidding me. you got to be kidding me. I just saw where the – Oh, are you serious? I don't I don't know about this spot. I really don't. And I'm calling for a measurement if I'm Coach Miller. I'm not sure what the call is here. There's no way. That's not a first down. We'll see what the call is here. They're going to call for a measurement, I'm sure. I, I don't see it, Eric. I don't see it. No, I mean, from my vantage point, I really don't think it is. If it is, it's going to be by like a piece of paper. I I don't I don't see it. I really don't. So 127 left to play. Exeter. I keep saying Exeter. Son of a gun. So <laughs> Norristown. You're shouting them out. Eagles. I mean, they're having a great season. Well, I wanted loving it. I know. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to basically. Let everyone know that they ended up winning 49-6. to six. I had it in my head, and then Marstown took the field and came back out for the play, so I lost First the First down, Bartown. So 33-28, Eagles are up right now. 127 left to play. We're going to – this hinges on a measurement right now, and I'm sure this ref's being extra. First extra down, Bartown. Yes. Yes. So Hold Bartown on, they're still looking at it. Each, each side's calling it either way. Yeah! So Boratown will turn over on downs. 127 left to play. This is it right here. Boratown down by five, one score, and that's it. They can pull this one out. I, I, whew. They look, that was the longest measurement look at. Well, I've you know, seen. you got to figure, Eric, you're, you know, do you really want to walk out of here? haven't made the wrong call like you're going to be extra careful <laughs> to make sure you made the right call your hit this Norristown walks out of this game losing tonight after putting up this kind of a fight against the tough Boyertown team and they lose over a measurement it's this crowd's going to be I don't the cops are already here once well I, <laughs> I parked in the front row it's going to take me a, a, an hour yeah. to get out of here tonight so Panarello's under center Egby in the eye he's back to pass Looking deep, he's got Ordway to the sideline, but overthrows him down at the 40-yard line. He was wide open too, man. So it was there, so Sell bring up a second and 10 for Boyertown. 122 now left to play. Boyertown has no timeouts left. Norristown has two. You have to think Norristown may want to use one, I, just in case. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't what know. What do you do? I don't know, I think you let it run. Because we just got a Panarello in the gun. Two split right. Panarello's back to pass again. He's got oh! and it's almost intercepted through the hands of Roman Marinello. I come back to that same play. It was right there, away. so a third and ten now. Clock stops on an incomplete pass. 118 left to play. I think Marinello is not he's not happy with himself. No, I mean that, that was that's that's you know, a play that we've ran several times and it's worked and it ha you know we, I think we go back to that. That was right in his bread run basket. Run it to the other side. Run it switch sides and run it the other way. So 118 left to play. We got a game here in Norristown. Boyertown down by 5. 3 third and 10 from Norristown 46. Panarello in the gun. He calls for it. 
He was back. Sides on Boyertown. So flags will come in. That play is dead. Looked like Ryder jumped. A little too much excitement out here as Narstown getting their crowd pumped up. Couldn't hear the cadence. And that'll be an offsides on Boyertown. 116 left. So now a third and 15. That'll bring Boyertown back into their own territory on their own 48 yard line. And I, you got, we're going deep here. I mean, you gotta. It's one. We got 116 left. You got two down. This team's gonna give me uh, heart problems. You already have a heart problem. <laughs> Anthony Panarello in the gun. Egby switches sides. He's on the left. He's back to pass, looking for Max Protect. Luke Orway. Oh, they were trying to catch your liberty. Incomplete up at the 49-yard line. It was there so that'll too. bring up a fourth down. The hook and ladder was there, Rick. Looking for the hook and ladder, Billy Bob. And it's not there this time, so fourth and 15. Go back to it. What do you got to lose? One minute left? So I said earlier, do or die. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Boyertown gets the ball back. Now it's do or die for him right here. No timeouts left. 107 left to play. Got a fourth and 15 here. No chance to talk about it. Let's see Panarello in the gun. Egby to the right. Manarello, Panarello split to the right. Panarello's back. He's got nobody, and he'll be sacked for about a six-yard loss on the play and a turnover on downs, and that will end this one here tonight in Arnestown. 58 seconds left to play. Two knees, and we're, this one's going to be out in, in the history books tonight, Eric. And Arnestown will get their I first think win. At this point, you just you, as a oh flag on the play, flag on the play. It's still there. I mean. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how this works. It's still flag. I, I got to feel like it's taunting or. Oh, absolutely! The whole it's, team was on the field. Yeah, it's not. And at this point, it doesn't matter. Take the penalty. I. Yeah. It is what it is. So 58 seconds left to play. Looks like Narstown. I mean, to take. be honest with you, is how chippy this has been. At some point, I think you just let it run out. 58 seconds left to play. Narstown has come back in this one. So tonight's gridiron player of the game with some great footwork, pun intended, is Zach Foskey. Ex perfect on his extra points, a wonderful onside kick, did a nice job all season long. So Zach Foskey is your player of the game, brought to you by Gridiron Services, full service property maintenance, building and remodeling. Call Justin Connick at 484-614-0670. Gridiron Services. Make the call. We do it all. So Norristown will talk about this one. I just I, hope nothing I, crazy happens. I hope, like, you know, Boyertown doesn't try to steal the ball and something happens and talking and stuff happens because this is where things can go awry. Well, I Norristown got Boyertown's number early in the second quarter and they haven't let up since and Boyertown just didn't able to have a comeback. A few really nice plays, some great adjustments, but not able to really uh, make anything. You know, passing passing games there, uh, caught a few times, but Norristown just with the speed and aggression and their deep balls down the sideline, not able to cover on that. So no. first and 10 for Norristown on the Boyertown 38-yard line, 58 seconds left They came left out and put a whooping on us for their homecoming. 
They did. Of any game for them to win, this is the game they wanted to win. I, if you'd asked me this morning, I would have told you the Bears would pull this one out by at least a touchdown or two, but uh, not the case here. So he'll let the clock run. That's an he'll take unorthodox. He took so the snaps out of the gun. Then he takes two steps back. Nobody walks around. Mm -hmm. and Then he takes a knee. Yeah. Just so everybody at home can hear what we're seeing. Yeah, here, like I mean. he just now it's like second and fifteen. I've never seen. Well, the clock will run. Yeah. And he'll take one more knee, and this one will be in the record books. It is. The Norristown Eagles will get their first win tonight, 33-28 over Boyertown. And not exactly the way Coach Miller saw his boys going tonight. So we'll wrap this one up here in Norristown. We'll take a quick rate break. We'll come back with some post-game thoughts. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Back here in Norristown High School, this one is a wrap here. And, Eric, not what we thought we were going to see tonight. No, no I, 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 it is not what we thought. Um... I don't even know what to say. Um, penalties, penalties killed us. Come out in the first quarter, foot's on the gas, doing some aggressive things. Looks like we go up 21. I'm like, this is it. This is, yeah. this is what I we mean, thought we, we were going to see. 20, yeah, this is what we thought we were going to see. So, not what we thought we were going to see. The Bears will fall to 3-5 and five, uh, on the season, not be able to get to that 500 mark in the regular season this week, which will dictate how the rest of the season goes. Uh, looking like when I don't know how it's going to shake out for maybe that chance of that Eastern Conference Championship game at this point on the books. It looks like might play Upper Marion next week. We won't know until later this week, so I implore you to follow Jerry, Gell Jerry Geloff Media on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and we will update you as soon as we know. But Boardtown will travel back home next week um, to face one of three teams yeah. that we talked about tonight, and that will be our last regular season game of the year, and it's been a pleasure to do this all year. Boyertown taking a knee now, talking to Coach Miller, and a lot of heads hanging high, a lot of mistakes were made, a lot of really clutch this situations. This is definitely, I think, a big learning game for them. It was, they were in a oh, lot of the teams 0-8. Let's just go in and we'll try and Can't roll home. over them. Oh, and, no, no, no. you know, a lot of drop passes and just things that just, yep. you know, loss of focus and, you know, good plays. You know, the team looked really stout tonight. It's just they didn't come up big when they really needed to. So, well, folks, that's it with Norristown winning this one, 33-28. We'll ask you to join us next week as the Bears will face one of three teams that we talked about. And at this point, it looks like Upper Marion. We hope you enjoyed this presentation from Jerry Geloff Media and the Bears Sports Network. For my co-host, Eric Butcher, producer Kieran Nicely, I'm Rick Hunter. We'll see you next week. Have a good evening. Thank you for joining us for Boyertown Bears football on the Bears Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org and in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night.